So we're ready to go here at Plenty War Memorial Park for Diamond Creek and the Eastern Devils. And the umpires bounced it. That's good to see. Tap went the way of Diamond Creek, moving it out of the middle. Handball towards the half-forward area. Hutchins pressuring for the Eastern Devils. Little kick away there from Scott. Pushes it towards the boundary line on the outer side. Still kept in play. Handball comes away of trend. Little scrubby kick along the ground. Under pressure is Lambert. 50-gamer for the Eastern Devils today. Mark, though, taken on half-back by Diamond Creek. Kick up into the middle. Into a bit of space here. Bouncing ball. Players have to work hard. Diamond Creek... Almost had it there through Brazali. It's on the deck. Eastern Devils, they were stripped of the ball there. That was Carroll. Handball comes away. Oh, that's Heil in the middle of the ground. Just gets boot to ball. Now the Creekers are going to come back through Hicks. Kicks it towards the half-forward flank on the outer side. Into space for Koika. But it's going to go over the boundary line and out of play. Hutchins seeing her over the boundary line. 55 metres out from the Diamond Creek goal. Attacking the clubroom end of the ground. Ball thrown back into play. Ernst going up versus Carney. Carney brought it down. Trying to fight in there as well. Was the player in Muller. Moved it forward. Had to be good with the kick. Darcy comes out. Takes a mark. Settling position. Out of side of the ground. Puts it on the left boot. Comes back in. Board kick. Didn't do her any favours and uh, the mark was cut off quite easily there for the uh, Creekers. Just turning around and uh, thinking about the switch there was the player in Dillon. Sloppy kick, going to be intercepted. Coming through there, McNamara had to work it sideways. A little grubber kick there by Nugget Foster trying to find Perkins. He comes, Hetherington kicks it off the carpet, doesn't like to pick it up. Goes towards the boundary line, now picks it up. Goes to the hand pass back, wants the one-two, gets it. Now on the right, coming up towards uh, Kiochi. Getting in front though is Ernst, her teammate. Knocked out of her hands. Coming through there was Havlin. Couldn't control it. Umpire said too high. Free kick going the way of the Devils. They've got it. Just inside the centre square. Little handball comes away of Scott. Just boots it inside 50 for the Devils. Pack flies. No one able to take the mark. Ball comes to the bottom of the pack. Darcy hovering. That's uh, not going to be able to do much with it. Umpire's going to come in and ball it up. About 30 metres out from the Devils' score, uh, goal. No score yet in this first term. Here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Perkins with the tap. Came straight to Darcy. Darcy's flying shot on goal. He's just a minor one. So that's the first score of the afternoon to the Eastern Devils. They're one behind. Uh, thank you for keeping the score down there as well as we wait for the scoreboard to tick over here at Plenty War Memorial Park. And we'll wait for the ball to come in from fullback. Calling for it, Moorcroft, who's on short. They elect to go down the line. Getting in the uh, his direction, bobbling around there, trying to claim it there. Amelia Barton taken out of her hands, fighting in hard with her Lambert. Umpires blind the whistle, set another too high infringement. This way going to the Creekers. And now it's centre half back. They get on the right, move it out towards the wing position. Chochi coming through, flying in the air. There was Trent, who brought it to ground. Scrappers on. Trent goes in again, but Chochi gets it out. Got it on the right. Coming with a switch towards the half forward flank. Numbers on here. If they can get it to Bernardi, he's in the half forward flank position. She takes it. 
48 metres out from home. Gets on the right, acknowledges the lead. Just went to the side there of Loins. Picked off beautifully by Spindler, who puts it out into space, though. Creekers do have numbers on centre wing. Will be sent back from whence it came as Dylan spun around in circles. Went with a little hand pass over the top. May have to go and chase up the own ball. In goes the Ranger and Ertz. Got the little hand pass out. Had support there. Beatles trying to move in towards the middle. Pardon me, there goes uh, Ords. Shay Audley now moving it long towards the Cipanella direction. Got knocked out of her hands. Havlin was there and it's all on the deck. They're fighting in hard for it. The umpire's allowing it to go on. Chloe Land is there. Nearly had her arm ripped out of her socket. Ball popped out to Spindler. Had it, lo- had it then lost it. Burrows in as Murrow would. She can't come up with it. The umpire calls for the ball up. 30 out from the Creekers goal. Under a bit of pressure at the moment in defence, the Devils. Umpire gets things back underway. Nice little tap there from Snibbler. Little shot on goal. Lands in the goal square. A nice mark taken by Bernardi to get Diamond Creek's first shot on goal. Bit of a slips catch one there. Just went to the right and just wrong-footed land at the crucial moment. It was. And the mark was taken in the goal square, so she's going to be directly in front. Just about, about mark it down for Christina Bernardi. For the first major of the afternoon here at Plenty War Memorial Park. And it's a good one. They go to the lead by five points. One straight, six plays, one behind. And that's on girlsplayfooty.com. This quarter thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel in Swan Street, Richmond. If you're looking to wet your thirst, head on down to the Riser. Sponsors of the Devils. And we'll wait for the uh, ball to uh, come back from the boundary umpires, the field umpires, and we'll get it underway. So around about five minutes gone in this first term. And that five-point lead to the Creekers. But as you can see early, a tight, even contest. Looks like we're going to be in for a cracker today. Umpire just waits himself, then goes to the bounce. Going through there is Ernst. Won it. Trying to get a teammate who got caught straight away. Looking around there and trying to get in was Lambert, the 50-gamer. The umpire's blown the whistle, though, and said you might have got Ernst too high, who was on the ground. Then goes for the little switch. Had to be good with the kick. Was so. Coburn. Now just looking ahead for some options. Lead on by Sibonella. Will go in that direction. Flying high. Bernardi working wider still. The ball floats through the hands there of Lawrence, who couldn't control it. Bernardi goes in and gets it. She snapped two in a minute. Bernardi on fire early for the Creekers. Like was a fortune, the ball went out the back door. It stuck in the glue pot, and she had an easy snap from 15 out. We spoke about that glue pot prior to the, the match, too, and it's already come into effect for the Creekers, using it to their advantage, you would say. But uh, two goals there to Bernardi, uh, a good start for Diamond Creek. But the uh, pace of the game, too, P, is mm-hmm. up and about at the moment. It's an interesting thing, isn't it, that we've talked about uh, during the season where the pace of the football from all sides this year has been in a cracking speed. You do wonder when we finally get to rounds 14 and 15, can they keep it up? And uh, it's going to be interesting to see today too uh, which side's going to run out of legs first. We, mm-hmm. They are both quick. There's a bit of niggle going on in the middle with uh, Scott and Barden. Umpire bounces it once again, falls into the hands of Lambert, trying to get the handball out. In there was Barden. Umpire's going to come in and ball it up again. Still inside the centre circle here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Getting off the bottom of the pack there was Lambert for the Devils. Umpire gets us back underway. Tap went the way of Carney. Comes to the deck. Running around is Williams. Tried to give the handball off. It was effective to Coburn. She ran into a bit of traffic. Smart little kick. Went the way of Hicks. Umpire said play on. Handball comes out to the wing position. 
for the creek. Their kick was smothered. It's on the deck. Carney feeds a handball out. Didn't go to their advantage, though, and Diamond Creek streaming through the middle, straight up the corridor, looking for a target. They've got one. Umpire does eventually pay it. It's Snibbler takes the mark. 45-degree angle. About 40 metres out from goal. Well, this could hurt if uh, Sibonella kicks this. This is a ki- three goals in two minutes. And a good start for the Creekers. Confidence boost in what is a crucial game for them. Sibonella comes in. It's offline. No, it's snuck through for another one. They're third of the day. And the car horns are here as well. Good old-fashioned local footy. But they're out now to a 17-point lead. Three straight 18, plays just one behind. Here on girlsplayfooty.com via the TuneIn app if you search for Girls Play Footy and if you're at the ground, 89.1 FM, you can pick it up and uh, listen to the game delay free. So the umpire with the ball back in the middle, three straight to one behind. Creekers way thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond. Umpire just waits himself and then thump into the ground we go once more. Carney wins out the tap. The umpire said it didn't get above your head, so I just might have to do that one again. Good to, good to see that they are bouncing it, though. I haven't seen that too many times this season. Just working on their skills. They try to work their way up to AFL level. The umpire throws it up in the air again, and away we go once more. Carney won it out. Lambert had first hands to the footy. Nice little tap on. Got it to Trent, who had to move it quicker still. Lambert got it back again. Put it on her left quickly. Mark, oh, no. Was, uh, yes, one, two bites of the cherry. Casey managed to get a control of it, and she's about 50 metres out from home. Now puts it up high on the breeze. Red best out there by Hetherington, who takes a mark, and she is in the back pocket at the far end of the ground. Hetherington just sells a bit of candy around Perkins. Umpires says a 50-metre penalty, uh, 25-metre penalty for running over the mark. So Hetherington brought up the ground. Still on the outer side. She goes up along that line. Pack forms. Comes to the bottom. Scott hovering for the east. And Devil, she was put under a lot of pressure. Trying to come through there was Koika. Couldn't do much with it. Ball on the deck. Merging with the footy there was Audley. Comes out of the pack towards the half-forward flank on the outer side. Hutchins will be first to grow. She just paddles it along. And the umpire says throw it in on the 50-metre arc for Diamond Creek. They're up by 17 points. Three straight 18. Plays one behind. Ball to be thrown back in. Carney versus uh, Ernst. Went out the back door. Carney now got it off the bounce. Got it quickly to Heil. And Heil now moved it long into the centre of the ground. Floating ball went right over the head of Seacombe there. Who has to try and chase it up out the back. She has support. Bounced around. Missed a few. Foster has to go and again, that's Jess Foster spinning around trying to pick it up, got quick hands to Darcy Darcy now on the left boot, she was trying to go in the Perkins direction, now has to go again, almost cut off there by Kirby Hicks had support, gave it off and now here's this little squeeze kick around the corner Corner Heil going afterwards, presently going with her and we'll see the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds, centre wing position as we said, nearly 10 minutes gone in this first term, 17 point lead to the Creekers early the umpire gets us back underway. Tap there went the way of Perkins. Darcy emerging from the back. Handball out into a bit of space. Scott coming in. She was under pressure. Ball on the deck. Running through. There was McNamara. And getting the free kick, though, will be Loins. Pops one up towards the half-forward flank on the broadcast side. Bouncing ball over the top of the pack. Barton coming through. She was put under a lot of pressure. Dragged off the footy. 
Edwards bobbling around on the deck in the hands of the Creekers. Get boot to ball. It's in the forward pocket coming out to meet it. Just getting boot to ball there was Snibbler. Hutchins just boots the ball out of defence into space for Lambert. He's going to have to be quick. Gathers cleanly. Kicks it off the half-back flank to the centre wing again into space. It's a paddock out there. The Eastern Devils will meet it first. Uh, they haven't done too well with it. Now it came into the hands of Lambert. Lambert kicked it up onto the half-forward flank on the outer side. Devil still with the footy. Getting the kick away there. And they've hit up Darcy inside 50 for her first shot on goal. I think that's what she needs to do, have a shot, just try and calm things down. She might be kicking from about 50 metres out, but they just need to have a little bit of composure here at the Devils because they seem a little bit hurried at the moment under the pressure from the Creekers. And they've had that missing link across half-forward, so that's their first mark as Darcy comes in. Long run up, shot on goal. She's hooked it to the right. And just another minor score for the Eastern Devils. They're two behinds. They trail by 16 points. Three straight, 18 Diamond Creek. Thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel in Swan Street, Richmond. Ball to be kicked in from full back for the Creekers at the southern end of the ground. As we wait for the uh, long boot back into play. Coming out to try and meet it there was Audley. Got knocked out of our hands. Ainge got wrapped up straight away as soon as she claimed the footy. And the umpire will come in and call for a ball up. Out there, 45 metres from the Eastern Devils goal. Up in the air again we go. Perkins took it straight out of the ruck, tried to kick it and kicked it straight in the end to Charlotte Dillon, who uh, was put straight from her backside. Audley tries to uh, go in there. Ainge going in her with there as well. Darcy got it out to Hannah Scott, who just put it on the boot. It was an unusual-looking kick. She tried to go, well, almost a check side, but instead it went straight ahead and dribbled through for a minor score. So the Devils, three behinds. Diamond Creek, three straight, 18. Thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel in Swan Street, Richmond. And I think Hyle was down behind play too for a long Long, long time. Uh, she's finally up on her feet, shrugging, shrugging off the trainers. So it'll be Corrigan to kick it back into play for Diamond Creek. Down at the far end of Plenty War Memorial Park. She kicks it towards the outer side. Contest, punch there, came the way of the Creekers towards the boundary line. I'll try and keep it in play, eventually taken over. No, umpire said play on, still in play. Fighting in hard there is Lambert. Got a little kick around her body, bobbling in the forward pocket and we'll get a boundary throwing about 35 around from the Eastern Devils goal. They trail by 15 points. They're just three behinds. Three straight 18 is Diamond Creek. And back in the play we go. Winning it was Perkins. Ball hit the ground. She tried to kick it off the carpet. Lambert was there as well, but taken away by Audley. Who tried to get a hurried little hand pass under pressure. Taken away from her by Darcy. Gave it across to Lambert. Lambert went towards the hot spot. Little Angie's the meat in the sandwich. Ball's built free. Foster is there as well. Can't pick it up. Hand pass went out. Hyle is lurking around at the top of the goal square. Moorcroft tries to bury her way through. Picked up by Ange. Got a little hand pass out. Trying to keep it alive with a little snap on goal that's just hit the post. And that was from Darcy and that's a minor score. They're peppering away here, the Devils. They just can't find the goal at the moment. They're now four behinds, while Diamond Creek at three straight 18, all thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel in Swan Street, Richmond. Diamond Creek get another kick out. Haven't been a very effective with it so far. Again, go towards the outer side. Big pack forms. Is it a mark? It is. It's a Gretsch. Halfback flank on the outer side. Gives the handball off to her teammate, her kick was smothered ball on the deck Devils with the ball, get a kick into the forward pocket, it's dribbling across it'll be another minor score the fifth one of the afternoon so far, the Eastern Devils 
five behind to three straight, 18, a margin of 13 points, not making the most of their opportunities, Pete. Well, if the Devils can take away a positive, they know they can pepper away at the goals. They just need to straighten up, and here's the kick in from full back. It just went through hands, and now the foot race is on. McNamara and Ainge is going to be first to it, try to pick it up, end up going to ground. Had support there, but it was taken away. Umpire's blown the whistle, unless it must be for a throw, and Saxton will end up with a free kick for the Creekers. So Anna Saxton at the half-back flank on the city side of the ground. Now decides to uh, kick up the line and coming across there and uh, taking it out of hands. Will, no, it won't go out. The umpire will call for the whistle and on the bottom against Sarah Darcy and picked out a free kick again for the Creekers. And there's the switch back looking in the direction of Hetherington who uh, nearly got upside down as she tried to take that mark with Perkins on her hammer. Now decides to switch towards the opposite side wing. Got to be good with the kick. Managing to take the mark, though, while under pressure was Simone Seacombe. Seacombe kicks it to the centre wing position on the outer side. Almost turned over and a mark by Casey. Brought it to the ground. High tackle, says the umpire. Another free kick going the way of the Creekers. Handball was risky to Koika. Had a lot to do. It's going to end up in the hands there Perkins. of Perkins. Perkins sends it inside 50 for the Devils. Going to be cut off again, though. The Creekers take the mark inside defensive 50, and they're going to kick it up along the line. And that's what they do. Heading in the direction of... Oh, Ethington dropped what she should have taken there. Ball spilled free under pressure from Lampert, who tried to kick it across, then asked for the holding decision. The umpire didn't buy into it. Williams has got it, then got caught, got a hand pass away. Ange had it momentarily, knocked out of her hands. There was Trent lurking by for support, but now again with the Creekers as they uh, move it towards the uh, wing position. Cross came out to meet it. Couldn't do so. In goes... Uh, Kiyochi, and she gave one way too high and argues with the umpire about it. And uh, a free kick on the way of Alice Ryan. Alice, who's Alice? You know the song. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, won't say the, I won't say the rest of it on there, though. Uh, she kicks it towards the centre wing position. One, two, three bites of the cherry. Sarah Darcy, she's marking everything at the moment, and then spins around on the left, goes towards the half-forward flank position, going to fly for it was Corrigan, knocked out of her hands, ball over the boundary line and out of bounds. 70 metres out from the Devils' goal. They trail by 13 points, five behind to three straight at 18. Umpire spins it back into play. Carney with the tap straight into the hands of Muller. Her kick was smothered. And the Creek is going to kick straight up the corridor, bouncing around. Chochi comes out, takes one bounce, runs to the 50-metre arc. Kick inside 50 wasn't the best. Made Audley have to work for it. Ball on the deck. The Devils with the numbers. It should be all wrapped up and we'll get a ball up. About 35 out from the Creekers' goal. They're up by 13 points. Halfway through this first term, here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Chochi might have got one in the back, and umpire agrees with me. So she's about 45 metres out. Beyond her range. And she is looking to give it off. Eyes darting in all sorts of directions, wants a lead. Goes looking there for Snibbler, Hutchins. Just gives a little effective punch. Ball on the deck. Kick was smothered there from the Devils. And the ball goes out of play right in front of our broadcast position here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Um, GirlsBayFooty.com. Our match of the round next week, by the way, is Eastern Devils and Darabin for the Catherine Watton Cup. Next Sunday, 1.30pm. Ball back into play. Sibonell over the back of their head. Scott just goes to the clearing kick, but too much juice on the kick. And it went out of bounds on the full by about two metres. So we'll have a kick back into play by Saxton at 60 metres out from goal. She's looking further ahead for options. Who can Saxton hit up? They currently lead three straight 18 to five behinds. 
decides to switch back to Hetherington, who's run all the way up the ground, long way from home. And Hetherington finds herself 60 metres out from home. High in the air with the kick. Front posse taken to ground, though. There is uh, was the player in Carroll. She's harassing her opponent in uh, Christina Bernardi and throws her over the boundary line. And that's where we'll see a throw in right in front. No, a ball up, pardon me, right in front of our broadcast position. Umpire gets us back underway. Nice little tap there. Went the way of Snib, Sib, Sibonella. Sibonella. I'll get it right eventually. Carney. There's a hold, though. Free kick going the way of the Eastern Devils. Handball comes the way of Scott. Has to be smart with this kick. Dances around her opponent. Flies it up towards the centre wing position. Looking for Perkins. And did extremely well. Takes a nice one-handed mark. Centre wing position. Loads it up. Goes inside. Attacking 50. And a nice mark nearly taken by the Creekers defence. Ball is wrapped up in the forward pocket for the Devils. And we'll get a ball up. A lot of players around the footy at the moment. Congested forward line for the Eastern Devils. Umpire gets us back underway. Perkins with the tap. Came to Hetherington though. Hetherington, little handball out to Hicks. Still trying to dribble it along the ground. Hasn't been able to gather it. She's moved it to the wing though for Diamond Creek. Comes into the hands of Trend though for the Devils. Gets boot to ball. Bouncing though in the favour of the Creekers and they get to kick up the corridor. And the umpire's blown the whistle for in the back net. Will it be downfield or is it the other way? It's the other way. And it's going to the Devils. And uh, getting it between centre and half forward. I think if I can spot it from a distance, looks like Foster. So Jess Foster, looking for some options, decides to work it sideways. Oh, Hachi dropped it, then had to shake one off. Then got on the right, went with a long boot towards the hot spot. 30 out from goal. Moorcroft brought it to ground. And uh, Corrigan tried to get a hurry kick away. Picked off by Trend. Trend up against the boundary line. Goes for a flying snap, but it is out of bounds on the full. And Corrigan will have the resulting kick back into play. Corrigan goes short up along the line. Mark taken by the Creekers. Plays on quickly. Another short chip kick. It's up a target. It's Dillon. Takes a mark. Halfback flank. Out of sight. He still goes up along that boundary line. And couldn't complete the mark that time around was Williams. And so, in fact, it was out on the full, was it? Yes. Yeah, it was. Yep. So Hutchins to take the free kick. Centre wing position. Out of side. Kicks it up towards the half forward flank for the Devils. Perkins takes a nice mark. Just wanders back on her mark. Outside 50 still, though, for the yeah. Eastern Devils. Fancies herself from here, though, and we know she's got a big boot on her. We've seen her in running play kick the ball about 60 to 70 metres out, so it'll be interesting to see how far she can get it on the set shot. She's going a long way back on her mark, too. Going to need a good kick from Perkins. 45-degree angle. will have to kick it from about 55 out. A badly needed goal, though, for the Devils. Comes in. Kick on its way. It's a nice kick. It's going to go fall short into the goal square. No one able to take the mark. And it'll be rushed through for another minor score. That's six of them to the Eastern Devils. So six behind. Trials three straight, 18. Creek is leading here thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond, on girlsplayfooty.com. 89.1 FM at the ground. And uh, Gorgon to bring it back into play. Does a little skip, then goes long with the kick. Saxton meeting the sandwich, couldn't bring it down. Going in with her is Muller. Umpires blown the whistle, holding infringement. And Trish Muller has the free kick, gets up quickly, looks to give off the hand pass to Scott. 
Scott does the wind up in the centre of the ground, works it out towards the pocket, no one really to go to, Moorcroft is there on the first, she takes the footy, takes one bounce, still going, Perkins coming at her, gives off the little hand pass sideways, now they're under pressure once again, trying to uh, make a contest of it, Carney, she got involved, umpire's gone, another whistle, there's been a lot of free kicks today, and another one for two high, and this going the way of Safety Casey. So Casey has it, just outside 50, Perkins standing nearby, didn't give it off to her, short chip into the pocket, no one able to take the mark, ball bouncing at the back, Creekers had it momentarily. Ball on the deck. Ange trying to do too much with it. They're trying to rush it through here, Diamond Creek. They end up keeping it in play. Little kick out wide. Was looking for Paul. She couldn't take the mark cleanly, though, and dribbled it across the boundary line and out of play. Half forward flank on the outer side for the Eastern Devils, trailing by 12 points nearing quarter time. Ernst brings the ball to ground. Cardi tried to kick it off the carpet. Uh, Lambert went charging through. Now lays the tackle. One-handed, if you don't mind. And uh, the umpires come in and blown the whistle and said, holding the pill. So it was a great tackle in the end. And uh, that means a resulting shot on goal to be taken from about... Uh, what I can see is Lambert lines up, I'd say about 40 metres out from goal. And on a 45-degree angle. So, no easy shot. Lambert, the 50-gamer. It's a high kick. It's floating. How does it look? It's good. One goal ball game here at Plenty War Memorial Park. The Devils 1-6-12. Diamond Creek 3 straight 18. Thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel and Swan Street, Richmond. And how interesting it's been. Diamond Creek had that three goal burst in a couple of minutes. But since then, the momentum swung back the other way. The Devils really shutting things down in the second half of this first term. But uh, a very interesting quarter... They just haven't made the most of their opportunities, the Devils, which is uh, going to be interesting to see how it plays out later on today as we get back underway in the middle. Comes into the hands of Scott. Scott sends it towards the half-forward flank on the outer side. It'll be quarter time here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Three straight 18 plays 1-6-12. A six-point margin in favour of Diamond Creek and a very interesting first term, Pete. Wow, what a ball game because I, I have to be honest, when the Creek has put on three goals in quick succession pretty early, you were thinking, oh, geez, the Devil's going to be having a dirty day at the office because in the past, and to be fair, if it was like last year, you would think, yep, the Devil's going to shut up shop. This is all going to be one-way traffic from here. Instead... They've actually just kept peppering away, peppering away, peppering away. They've just been unlucky with so many stray shots, but they are in this contest. They, they've been uh, very persistent uh, throughout that first, or the latter half of that first term. It, it's all, almost like uh, Diamond Creek went to sleep in the last 10 minutes or so, because they just didn't look like they were going to get an opportunity to, to get a passage of play moving forward. So, well done to the Eastern Devils, but uh, I think... Uh, a little bit critical of uh, the fact that they couldn't impact the scoreboard more than what they did considering they had seven scoring shots to three. And the interesting to point out will be what um, Brad Letterman says to the uh, Creekers huddle at quarter time because it's not quite but almost a similar position to the St Kilda game where they had three goals on the board early, a bunch of missed opportunities by their opponents through the Sharks. 
and then the Creekers went to sleep and got ran over by St Kilda in the last three quarters. And I think the thing you'll be pointing out is this is a similar situation. We cannot go to sleep again. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how they rebound in, in this second term, whether they come out firing like they did to start the match or whether they're just going to be a little complacent again. We'll take this opportunity to take a break here on girlsplayfooty.com. It is one goal the difference, three straight 18 to one six twelve. It's the Creekers leading the Eastern Devils. Hi, I'm Gabby Hollows. Help the Fred Hollows Foundation continue my husband's work. $25 can help someone see again. Please call 1-800-352-352 or visit hollows.org.au. This is Danny Green. On a night out just like this, take it from me. One punch can be deadly. Thrown in anger, without warning, without gloves, it can kill. One punch can end their life and ruin yours. It takes grunt to throw it. It takes guts to walk away. One punch can be deadly. Authorised and spoken by Danny Green Perth. I usually wear white. And I prefer black. But lately, we've been getting into orange. When you're wearing SES orange, you know you're making a difference. And you're learning great new skills. You'd be surprised how good you'll feel in orange. The Victoria State Emergency Service is recruiting volunteers now for a broad range of roles. Visit ses.vic.gov.au or call 1300-842-737 and find out if orange is right for you. Authorised by Victoria State Emergency Service Melbourne. Spoken by Emery's and A. Smallwood. Hi, we're the Wiggles. Did you know that Finney's raises funds for their good works by selling really good stuff in their Finney's shops? But the shops don't run themselves. That's right, they need volunteers to help. Can you spare a few hours each week? All you need is enthusiasm and some spare time. And it's really good fun. Please, will you become a Vinnie's volunteer? Just visit vinnies.org.au or pop into your local Vinnie's shop for more details. Yeah, and while you're there, have a look round. You'll love what you find. The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy, with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials, midday through to nine, plus the TAB and bottle shop over till 1am, seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy and have been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call into the Riser today, 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bun from Burnley train station. Diamond Creek Women's Football Club are proudly supported by Jets Greensboro and Lorimer. Jets is a 24-7 gym that offers no lock-in contracts, low rates and access to over 250 plus clubs across Australia. For those looking to improve your health and fitness and looking to train indoors throughout this winter, head down and see the team at either Jets, Greensboro or Lorimer. Mention the Diamond Creek Women's Football Club and we'll waive the $89 joining fee. It's that easy. Diamond Creek Women's Football Club, powered by Jets. Come on, Creekers! Live across the web, this is the Girls Play Footy match of the day. And welcome back to Plenty War Memorial Park here on girlsplayfooty.com. On the TuneIn app, if you search for Girls Play Footy, and of course at the ground at 89.1 FM in uh, an intriguing contest. One goal the difference. And um, I'm, just, I'm just interested to see here that um, the scoreboard here at the ground says 1511. We've got it as one six twelve. Now they've got club goal umpires out there, and used to uh, when it's official goal umpires, what happens is they meet in the centre, check scorecards, go to the scoreboard, flag it off, etc. Um, they, I don't think they've done that because, as we said, we've got it down as one six. So we'll have to check with the timekeepers and see if they've got the same as us, 
or if they're behind. This is uh, let's let's hope let's hope it doesn't get down to something controversial <laughs> at the end, like happened with Sumbri and Pascoe Vale last year. Yes, uh, well, either that or it's uh, my record keeping that we're going to have to investigate post match to see whether or not I make it onto the uh, broadcast team next week. Well, I, I suggest we keep with your score till we get to half time, then have a yak with the goal umpires to say um, what's the official score you actually do have because the scoreboard and us do not match. <laughs> no, and th- but that wouldn't be the first time. Well, yeah, I got I got it wrong last week at a Darren Melbourne Uni by about a goal or two. <laughs> terribly. Uh, but mind you, we had uh, the privilege of saying the goal, that we, we, we were trying to write it down instead of your little um, iPad that you've got there, and the scoreboard was literally below us, so we could not see the scoreboard at any stage. No excuse. Mate. And at that stage, Darren were just having goal, shots on goal, shots on goal, shots on goal, and we're just struggling to keep up. <laughs> But a, a very interesting first term here. Goal kickers from the opening term for Diamond Creek. Uh, Christina Bernardi kicking two quick goals. And Sibonella. Uh, I got that one right that time, didn't I, Pete? Yes, um, you did. Sibonella. Sibonella uh, with the, uh, also with one goal in that quarter. And that all came within about all the opening five minutes of the first term. And then uh, Jamie Lambert getting on the board for the Eastern Devils late in that quarter. Of course, they have... Uh, a lot of points, though, on the board. A lot of scoring opportunities, too. So we get ready to go for this second term. We're on girlsplayfooty.com. Another bounce in the middle, and it's a beauty. Tap went the way of the Creekers. Balls move to the wing position on the outer side. Kick up along the line, bouncing it and taking on the half volley. was high off for the uh, Eastern Devils, and we're going to get a boundary throw-in by the looks of things on that outer wing. And uh, we just waited to be thrown back into play. Here it comes in. Over the top is Ernst. Does the punch down. Lloyd's got knocked over. Dylan has to try and go in and extract it. She couldn't. Lampert there as well. Working in hard. Heil is there. She can't pick it up. It was like a piece of soap. Hugging close towards the boundary line. It's not out, but it will be called for a ball up right in front of that scoreboard. So, as we said, the scoreboard here shows seven points the difference. We've got the six points the difference. We'll have that clarified at halftime. Ball up in the air. Trying to go through again. Muller couldn't pick it up. Darcy first to it. Half forward flank. Got on the left. Had to curl it around the corner. Hetherington coming at it. But taking the mark is Trend who held her ground. And Trend gives off the hand pass. Shot on goal, Darcy. Long towards the goal square. Front Posse Corrigan. Copped it over the shoulder. And Irish gets it. And she'll take it from full back. On the last line of defence. Corrigan goes short into the pocket. Very risky kick. She's going to have to follow it up here. Corrigan keeps it in play just. Sends the ball to the half-back flank. Going to be turned over. Taking the mark will be Lambert for the Devils. And Pike Hall's play on. She's run into trouble, but she's able to shrug the tackle. Kicks it inside 50 to the top of the goal square. Darcy couldn't take a one-handed mark. Creekers able to clear through Hicks. Gets a kick towards centre-half back. No mark taken. Oh, play might have went the uh, man there. Uh, Devils get a shot on goal. And it's through... Casey. Uh, that's Casey. Sophie Casey gets their second goal of the match and scores a level here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Well, we've got it as 2-6-18. Diamond Creek, three straight 18. 
to be confirmed with the goal umpires at half time. Scoreboard here shows one point the difference, and it's all thanks to Jets, Greensboro, and Lorimer, sponsors of the Creekers. And Sarah Diasi, well, guess whose mum's got a whirlpool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> she is caked in mud after hitting the glue pot in that contest. And the umpire has the ball back in the middle of the ground. We have got a cracking game at the moment. Stacey Cross has been moved into the middle of the ground for Diamond Creek, and she's going toe to toe there at the moment with the number nine in Muller. Ball got popped out, trying to uh, work it around that Lambert again, keep it in front of herself as Hannah Scott, and Scott is away. She got on the right towards the half-forward flank position. Casey coming afterwards. Darcy, one, two, bites the cherry. Holds it strong against Hicks. Has to play on quickly on the left. Goes towards the top of the goal square. Here's the one-on-one. Front posse, strong mark taken by the 39 and Simone Seacombe who was in a contest with Foster, and uh, she will try and relieve the pressure by playing on and kicking towards the half-back flank. And the umpire says too high, so a lucky call there and a mark uh, taken, and it looks like it'll be the number 12 in Lauren Brazali. Brazali kicks it just outside defensive 50 for the Creekers. Ball punched over the boundary line and out of play. So we'll get a throw in between centre wing and half-forward for the Devils. Umpire sends it back into play. Carney with the tap straight in the hands of the Creekers though. Stripped of the ball was Loins. Ball comes back inside 50 for the Devils. Dribbles over the boundary line though and out of play. Boundary throw in. Forward pocket for the Eastern Devils. As the umpire sends it back into play. Contest Ernst with the tap. Trying to get it to Loins. She was under pressure. Now the Devils have the numbers. Very clean there. Shot on goal was poor. Goes into the pocket. Good contest made. Ball towards the boundary line. It will go out of play in front of Beatles. So we get a boundary throwing in the forward pocket, Pete. Right in front of our broadcast position on girlsplayfooty.com. Every Sunday afternoon, 1.30pm, from behind, Ernst brought it down. Darcy got crunched, thrown into the ground by Hicks. Trying to weave through there as Loins. Got through traffic, got her on the right, went up the line. Hutchins there, one-handed, couldn't pull it in. Kiochi lurking nearby. Kiochi and Hutchins fighting in hard for it. It's Hutchins that goes to ground, but the ball popped out to Williams. Williams hand pass over the top to Kiochi, who got back up again. Put on the afterburners, went on the right towards half-forward flank. And the umpire says downfield free kick and that's going to be paid to the advantage of the number 25 and Cat Smith so Smith has it, half forward flank assesses her options goes towards the hot spot, there's a mark taken by the Creekers and it's by the number 37 in Sibonella directly in front will be kicking from about 45 metres out and badly needed goal probably for the Creekers she comes in, Sibonella, and it's a nice-looking kick off the boot, and it makes the distance. So it's their first goal since the early stages of the first term, and it's their second. And our scoreboard has it at four straight, 24 to 2618. All thanks to Jets, Greensboro, and Lorimer, sponsors of the Creekers, here on girlsplayfooty.com. And, of course, our podcast throughout the week, and, of course, next week from 1.30pm for the Catherine Watton Cup between the Eastern Devils and Darabin. Make sure you join us there, or better yet, make sure you're at Mulgrave Reserve for that match. As the umpire clears the way and says, let's get going again. So the momentum just swinging back the Creekers' way for the moment. Ernst goes up, uncontested, punches it forward, trying to find Williams to get onto it. Tackle laid on by Muller, making sure opponent goes nowhere at centre-half back. And once again, we'll call for yet another ball up. One goal advantage the way of the Creekers. Throws it up quickly. Carney wins the contest versus Ernst. 
Scrapper plays in there, which Ernst had to try and go back and get her own football. It was kicked off the cup by Foster to try and move it up the line. Hale tried to get onto it, but couldn't do so. Creekers now attacking forward uh, with the wrong way kick. It had been thrown there for a second going. She kicked it 40 metres the wrong way. What the heck? Going through is Darcy. Darcy now got on the right, kicking it towards the forward line. Mark taken there. Beatles swings around, chips in the air. It's like my golf shot. Something very bad. <laughs> and it's away to the right. One behind. And uh, that moves them, uh, by our calculations, to 2-7-19, to, uh, to four straight 24. That means a five-point lead to the Creekers. But I'm still confused by that passage of play from the Creekers. 40 metres the wrong way. Yeah. It's a bit like my junior football days when I got a bit confused. Uh, unfortunate situation there for the Creekers. Unfortunate, uh, fortunate for them, led off as the kick goes straight up the middle. Scott couldn't bring it down. Players not diving in on the footy, though, that time around for the Creekers. Scott gets a handball out to Darcy. Centre half forward position. Might have been an arm over the shoulder. Umpire said play on. Koika had a lot to do. Handball comes away of Hicks. She handballs it into space, then kicks it, soccers it off the ground. Towards the boundary line, it stays in play. Picked up by Chochi. She hasn't taken it out. No, she hasn't. She kept it in play. Ball on the deck between centre wing and half forward on the broadcast side. Umpire's going to come in and ball it up. What a game we've got here at Plenty War Memorial Park between second and fifth. The umpire blows time on, even though there is no time on. So, you know, go figure. As one of the players does up their boots. And uh, we'll get going again. It's Iana Ernst. And fair enough, because it's a long way down from there. As Ernst wins the contest and then quickly got it across to Loins. Loins went towards the half-forward flank position. A few players, including uh, Robin Foster, overran it, trying to fight in hard for it. Kiochi. umpire says that too high and you'll get a free kick. And that's going to end up in the hands of that half-forward flank. A 25 in Catch Smith. And Smith does the wind-up, leads it long in towards the forward line. Not bad. This is on the kick. It's bouncing. Oh, the Shepard again. The goal square. It's gone through. Smith has got it all the way from around about 45 to 50 metres out from goal. That lucky bounce. And uh, poor marking there in the goal square by the Devils. And that sees the lead go out now to 5 straight 30 to 2-7-19. Creekers way, all thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. And just like the first term, Creekers have had all the passage of play. If you take out that uh, kick on the outer wing, um, they've had it so far. They've had that momentum in this second term. Let's see if it swings back the devil's way, just like the first. So umpire to get us back underway in the middle. Another good-looking bounce. Ernst punches it forward. Coming through there was Lambert. She was dispossessed, and umpire says... She was being held, so she'll get the free kick. Centre half back for the Devils. Goes towards the centre wing on the broadcast side. Mark taken by Trend. Calls for players to come at her. Kick up. It's going to be turned over. Mark to be taken by Dylan. Plays on quickly. Gave the handball off there to Audley. Kicks it towards the boundary line on the broadcast side. Hutchins came out, kept it in play. Put Trend under all sorts of pressure. Now this is Koiker, might have been tripped, umpire said play on, Ange under a bit of pressure, handball to Scott, now there's a push in the back, a free kick to go the way of Ange on the centre wing position on the broadcast side. And she has the ball just looking ahead for some options, Darcy's being uh, blocked cleverly. And goes in that direction now. Long floating kick at the back over the head. There was Seacom who couldn't hang on to it. Picked off there by Hicks who put it on the left. Went up the line. Hutchins went charging out after the ball. Got it back. Got it on the right. Got to be good with the kick. An excellent trap there by Muller who had to jump and take it on the chest. 
bit awkwardly, but she got it. And Muller just forward to centre wing. Now go up the line. Perkins is coming, but doesn't matter. Oh, no push out given against uh, the 22 in Beatles. And a free kick going the way of the player they call Irish. And Laura Corrigan, and she'll clear off half back. Corrigan, Corrigan sends it towards the centre wing position on the broadcast side. No one able to take a clean mark. Running through there was Ernst. She was brought down. Handball comes out the way of Sibonella. Kicks it inside 50 for the Kriegers. Ball bouncing towards the boundary line. Lambert's down behind play for the Devils. And they're trying to take it out of play in the forward pocket. And umpire's going to come in and ball it up. And Lambert in a world of pain, Pete. That's not a good sign. And they're calling out towards the trainers as uh, the ball is in the forward line. Kicked across the face. Hutchins is there and they'll just see it through for a minor score. So that's the first behind for the Creekers. They move to 5-1-31. And we have got uh, Eastern Devils at 2-7-19 here on girlsplayfooty.com. All thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer for this term. As Lambert is being literally carried off by two trainers. In fact, one's just virtually picked her up and is walking her off. Oh, you see that every day. <laughs> Forward pocket for... The Devils, Creekers emerge with it. Little chip kick. Searching there for Williams. He's going to have to run onto it. Didn't do it cleanly. Now she's put under pressure. He finally gets the handball out to Chiochi. She sends it inside 50 for the Creekers. Our mark will be taken. And it looks like it's Smith. And she will get a shot on goal from pretty much directly in front. About 25 metres out. It is Smith. Catch her a second in the space of four minutes. And just to put a nice little buffer for the Creekers, halfway through this second term, Smith starts her run up. Oh, it's just snuck in. It has. So Smith with her second. And, in fact, uh, all the Diamond Creek goal kickers have two goals so far this afternoon. Smith, Sibonella and Bernardi. Well, for the Devils at the moment, only their two goal kickers are having singles. And Lambert and Casey... And Lambert, as we said, off the ground, being uh, looked at by the trainers as we speak. And uh, that score at the moment showing 6-1-37 to 2-7-19. All thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Creekers ahead here in the second term on goldsplayfooty.com. As the umpire now with the ball back in the middle of the ground. Comes in, positions himself for the bounce. And we're underway once again. An awkward-looking bounce, though, so we'll have to uh, throw it up. And then we can finally get going. Sipanella being moved in the ruck now for Diamond Creek to go up against Perkins. The two bigger-bodied women going up there, and it's Perkins who wins it, and she tries to charge through the middle, gets on the left, goes long up towards the half-fourth flank position, taking it nicely and coming out to make the mark. As uh, the 52 will grab that in a second as the kick is long by Perkins. Long the wall, it's the forward line, and Moorcroft had to hold her ground with the late punch coming from behind, and then switches towards uh, Heil. Heil uh, knocked out of the hands, going through there and just weaving in and under is Jess Foster. Can't extract it out. The umpire blows the whistle, and the umpire's going to call for another ball up. She was trapped at the last second there by Seacombe. Kavanagh, we're in the 52. Thanks to Joe Watton, media superstar here at the ground. We're just the pretenders here, let me tell you that. As Gary kick away there by Rosali in towards the middle of the ground, trying to come out there and meet it. Koika now lays the tackle, coming in late Muller. The umpire says that's too high, you've infringed, and it'll be a Diamond Creek footy. And in the way of the serial pest in Shea Audley. Audley kicks it to the centre wing position on the outer side. Mark will be taken by Hetherington. 
Quickly gets the ball moving forward for Diamond Creek. It's on the half-forward flank now. Nice mark taken out there by Loin. Sends it inside 50. A nice mark. Nearly taken. It's juggled. And it was completed. And it is a Creekers mark. It might be Gretsch from the distance. So Gretsch. Yes, it is. Brittany Gretsch on a very tight angle. We'll have to kick it from about 20 metres out. But this to extend the margin to 24 points nearing half time here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Gretsch comes in. It was a tough angle. And just a minor score, according to the goal umpire. So their second one for the afternoon. So far, the 6-2-38 to the Eastern Devils, 2-7-19, according to our scoreboard. Thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Here's the kick in. All the way from full back Perkins, but Sibonella takes it out, marks her. Sibonella now at half forward flank, sends it back in quickly. Oh, going the fly, couldn't quite bring it down. Ball on the deck, who's first to try and get in there? Foster lurking around there, Kiyochi had it momentarily, knocked out of her hands. There's a scrum of about 12 players at about 20 metres out from goal, and the umpire will have no chance, choice but to call for a ball up. A huge scrum of them. Muller in there as well, as I can see. Going up Cat Smith. She wins it down. Kiochi couldn't do so. Carroll got it out. Bernardi bumped off the pill. Quick hands out. Casey tried to get a hand pass in there to keep it moving forward. Heil is there. She can't, she can't get to her feet. Murrowood locks it in. And the umpire's pinned holding. And uh, it's been paid against as we wait for the whole, about four of them there to try and pick themselves up. And one of them in Ohio was still raising her hand up, appealing for it. And the umpire said, yeah, I actually blew it about 30 seconds ago. It's your ball. <laughs> Just wiping a bit of time off the clock here. Kick sends up. Sibonella got a fingertip to it. Ball on the deck. Hicks coming through for Diamond Creek. Couldn't do much with it. Ange moves with, with the footy. Kicks into space. Running on to it with the Devils. Had to release it quick there. It was Casey. Trend now picks oh, it up. No, she went the wrong way. And there's, uh, there's a bit of... Uh, Niggle going on just in front of us. Ange couldn't take the mark. Hicks now halfback flank broadcast side for the Creekers. Little soccer effective handball comes the way of Dillon. She gets boot to ball to the centre wing. And the umpire's going to come in and pay a free kick. To save Casey. And there is a bit of feeling at the moment in the game. They're not happy with Moorcroft. So Casey to get it on the half forward flank. Just outside the 50 metre arc. She looks like she's going to have a shot here too. Comes in. It's a nice looking drop punt. It's going to fall short. Top of the goal square. Pack forms. No one able to take the mark. Trying to get boot to ball there with Seacombe. And eventually clearing was Saxton. And went towards the middle of the ground. Ball hit hands. And who's going to control it first? The question. Koika. And taken out by Ainge. Here's a one-step kick. Long and high. Darcy's going to go the way. Taking a strong mark is Casey. Has someone on the pocket. Didn't know what to do. Kickled hurriedly. And going underneath it is Seacom. I thought Casey just had a bit more time. And she just rushed herself when she didn't need to. And that means it's Simone Seacom. In the back pocket, told to work wide. Got to be good with the kick. Taking it on the chest and leading out was Lauren Brazali, who wants to slow things down. Gets it on the right. Goes up the line towards centre wing position. 
And the umpire says there's a push out in the contest. Advantage paid to Cat Smith. Smith nearly fell over as she was kicking the ball. Tried to put it in the quicker direction. Hutchins comes through. She's all class. Kicks it towards the middle of the ground. Casey Heil floated across and the Canadian took the mark. Heil plays on, kicks it inside 50 for the Devils, looking for a mark. Ball floats over the back of the pack. Hetherington with a lot to do under a bit of pressure from Kavanagh. She's wrapped up. Darcy emerges with a footy, swings around on her left, have a flying shot. It all fade across too far, though, and just another minor score for the Devils. They move to 2-8-20. They trail by 18.6238, according to our scoreboard here on girlsplayfooty.com. Well, thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. The kick back in from Corrigan. Long towards the half-back flank. On the outer side. Through the hands there of Ernst. Foot race on. Saxton. Oh, knocked away beautifully by Muller. Close towards the scoreboard. That will go out. That's a nice little one percenter. Very smart play there. Just to get the ball back in the half of the ground. And the umpire's going to send it back into play. Perkins and Ernst. Ernst might have got a fingertip to it. It's all wrapped up. And the umpire is going to come in and ball it up between centre wing and half forward for the Devils. Crucial couple of minutes here for the Devils nearing half time. They've got to get one or two just to peg it back. And relieve the pressure going into half time. Perkins belts it forward. Going to be cut off by Hicks. She kicks it around her body. Ball bounced over the top of the pack into space. Hutchins was the first to meet it. Couldn't collect it cleanly. Ball being pressured towards the boundary line. Stays in play. Hicks doing well. 50-gamer. Scott in there also. Ange gets a handball out. Wasn't effective, though. It was cut off by Chochi. She sends it towards the half-forward flank. Coming across was Gretsch. And she pushed it across the boundary line and out of play. No, there's a free kick. And it is going the way of Foster on the half-back flank. I don't know what that was for. Well, she's got it nonetheless, and she looks in the Darcy direction. Has been covering plenty of kilometres out there. Picks it up off the ground and then swings around on the left. Has to go up the line. Get the feet there of Ernst. Couldn't control it. Oh, piece of soap there. Muller couldn't get it and then has to try and go back and scrap hard for it. She's just stopped straight away by Ernst and will call for a ball up. So on centre wing... On the western side of the ground, Perkins wins it and then slaps it around like a volleyball in the air. Finally hits the ground. Orchid hand pass there by Audley. Close towards the boundary line will go out. Ainge seeing it over the boundary line into Brendan Major and the Eastern Devils coaching bench. If you've just joined us on our scoreboard, we've got a 38-20, to 18-point lead to the Creekers. Perkins belts it out. Went as far as Audley. Got to kick around her body, floating on the half-forward flank. Trying to work one away there was Loins. Close to that boundary line. It'll go out of play. Half forward flank on the outer side for Diamond Creek. Nearing half time here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Ernst coming in late. Got the tap. Put her teammate under a lot of pressure though. Devils with the ball momentarily. Scott fighting in hard. It's all wrapped up and the umpire's going to call for it. Still on the half forward flank on the outer side. It's an 18 point margin in favour of Diamond Creek. And the ball is thrown up in the air. Ernst versus Carney. Carney brought it to ground. Audley went burrowing in for it. Little scoop hand pass out. Weems trying to control it. Then kicks it along the ground. Weems chips it along the ground again. Soccer style. That's in a half forward. Oh, the ball popped up. Lovely for her. Now gets around on the right as he tries to straighten up. Bernardi! Did she mark it before the point line? She did. And she wants to run around quickly. The umpire says, nope, got to come back behind the mark while I set it. So Christina Bernardi up against the left-hand point post. 
comes around for the banana. How does it look? The goal umpire says it's clipped the post. It's a minor score. So 6-3-39 for Diamond Creek. Eastern Devils 2-8-20 according to us. Thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. So the Eastern Devils just working out who's going to take the kick in. Looks like it will be Hutchins. Uh, just wants a bit of composure and don't want to concede a goal. She goes towards the outer side. A uh, nice mark, though, taken by Saxton. Wrong option for the Devils. Saxton goes inside 50. And a nice mark will be taken by Loins. She gets it moving quickly into the forward pocket. Finds Bernardi. She played on Smith. Oh, she did it very awkwardly there. Got boots a ball just before the line. And uh, Smith, with her third goal of the game, sees the margin now go out to 25 points. 7-3-45 to 2-8-20, according to our scoreboard. Here on girlsplayfooty.com and our match of the day here, the only game in Premier Division for today. Uh, in case you didn't notice, uh, two games were played yesterday. Almost a 100-point victory uh, for Melbourne Uni over the St Albans Spurs. And in the other game, coming from 20 points down to three-quarter time, the Falcons beat the Sharks by a point. Been an exciting... Well, one game was an exciting for the round of footy. <laughs> but let's see if this one can uh, be exciting, if the Devils can try and get some momentum back. But it's taken away by Barden. A hand pass is stolen on the outer side, though. Over the top to Scott. Hannah Scott at half-forward flank. Tries to skew it up. The ball's about a metre short there. Didn't do any favours to Beatles, who came out afterwards. Perkins lurking nearby. Dylan will have to go off the ground. Kicked away there by her by Kavanagh. Kavanagh picks it up. Put her on the boot. Here comes Heil. One bounce before her. Couldn't quite grab it. Ball is getting away from her. Barton took her out, and the umpire says holding. Was going to pay advantage, then said, no, nope, I'll just bring that back. So the Canadian, Kendra Heil, Perkins is running back to the goal square, which probably smart. The pocket's open if she goes there. So let's watch and Beatles. see what happens. Here's the lead. Beatles is the lead. Ignored. Heil's going to back herself from 45 metres out directly in front. The Canadian, it's a low kick. And it's just a red best in the end by Charlotte Dillon at the top of the goal square. An opportunity goes begging there for the Devils. Approaching half-time. Little kick into the pocket. We'll find Hetherington. And they'll just wipe time off the clock here. Will Diamond Creek got a handy lead heading into half-time. Hetherington boots it towards centre-half. Back for Diamond Creek. No one able to take the mark. Crashing the pack in there was Ryan. That's going to be wrapped up. We'll get a ball up. Centre half forward for the Devils. They trail by 25 points. Carney versus Ernst. Ernst won the contest. Ball hit the ground though and it was taken away by the Devils. Oh, bloods of fortune for Beatles. She takes the mark sliding on her knees and she'll be lining up the goal from 30 to 35 metres out. Right on the siren for half time. Badly needed kick here, just to keep him within touch. Beatles, slight angle. 38 metres when she puts boots of ball. Corrigan on the mark. In she creeps. Close the player on the mark. Gives it some height, and the accuracy is not there. It is a minus score. So we have it as 2-9-21 for the Eastern Devils. Trailing Diamond Creek 7-3-45, thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Well, that was a, a badly needed goal. A couple of opportunities going missing late in that term for the Eastern Devils. And there's a bit of a query as to whether Lambert is permanently off the ground. I haven't seen her reappear after she was carried off 
uh, halfway through that term. So and an injury we, concern. And when we say carried off, it wasn't on a stretcher. A trainer physically picked her up single-handedly like she was a jockey and yeah. carried her off the ground. <laughs> Just saying that she's a bit lightweight <laughs> if you can do that. But um, let's hope that she'll be back on because she, she was having a ripper game at her 50th. Pro- probably one of the best players for the Eastern Devils in that first half before she, she did go off. And they're just missing that spark at the moment, the Devils. So a couple of times, a few players kicking the wrong direction didn't, yeah, yeah. didn't help them in for that quarter. For both sides, for that mind. Yes, yeah, yeah. For, for both sides. So uh, you just wonder, how are they going to come back in the, the second half? I, I think the task for them is they've got to win the third quarter. doesn't matter how much by. The task is win the third quarter so it chips into it a bit and then work it out in the final term. So if they can get, say, a goal back... Let's say they get a goal back because the moment they're down by 24 points, they get within three goals at three-quarter time. That's striking distance. Sides can kick three goals in a quarter and catch up, and that's what they've got to find. They've got to get to that 18-point zone to make sure that, yes, we are alive in this final term. And for Diamond Creek, probably could have played a little bit better in that quarter. I felt they dominated play but didn't impact the scoreboard as, as much as they probably should have and had a greater lead going into halftime. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because they'd say to be happy with Bernardi, Sabanello and Smith kicking two each is exactly what you want from your forwards. But they've certainly had more opportunities and they just haven't had... Um, they really haven't had a clear link-up of play. It's just been a scrappy move it along the wing, just keep it going. So they've been quick, but they haven't been clean. It's been an intense battle too. Both yeah. sides playing a very fast-paced brand of footy. Um, a lot of hoping kicks. There's no smart decisions. And I think that's what's lacking at the moment for both sides. They're not lowering their vision and picking up targets. It's just getting boots to ball and clearing it from where there's a lot of congestion. And it's interesting to see the matchup that happens in the centre as well that we've seen in the rucks. We've seen Carney and Ernst, and when, which the Devils traditionally do, and they move Perkins into the ruck for a couple of minutes. Instead, um, Brad Liederman's decided to go, right, I'm going to match it body for body, and moving in the equally bigger body, Sibonella, so not allowing Ernst, who's of a slighter frame, to get overawed in the contest. It's been interesting for the few minutes, that duel between Perkins and Sibonella. Smart play. Yeah. Very smart play, as you said. Not overwhelming Ernst too much. What? Yeah. I think probably has won that battle not only in the hitouts but around the ground. She's been following up her ball a lot more than Carney. Yeah, and, and, and that's been critical as well to be able to give something like an extra winger if you'd like. And that's almost how Ernst uh, plays. She's not she's not a key position type back player that can go back and impact the contest. She is a slider frame, but she is a, you could almost call her a mobile winger. So and that's and that's what they're working to that advantage. Bit of a Nick Natanui type, yeah, type yeah, player. Yeah. Very true, very true, very true. The question is, the Devils, uh, who needs to stand up in this um, third quarter to bring them back into the match? Because it can't be Sarah Darcy. She's doing a heck of a lot, and she's covering a hell of a lot of ground. Uh, Muller's been fighting in hard there. So has Casey, but she's been now trapped further down forward. So you've got to think, is it, you know, Scott's had flashes, Muller's had flashes, Hiles had flashes. Someone needs to stand up for a full, consistent 25 minutes in this third term. And the person that I'm looking at on our score sheet is Jessica Trend. Mm. She she got a few touches early, but was put under enormous pressure, and since then has faded out of the game. So um, I, I think I'd, I'd be looking at her. She can, you know, provide that bit of a spark on the outside for, for the Devils. You mentioned Scott. Mm. I think she's one of those players that have, just get, been getting boots to ball. She hasn't been yeah. smart. She, she's got the ball a lot of times, but turned it over. Her efficiency's mm-hmm. been very poor, and not what you expect for someone who a couple of weeks ago captained Victoria. 
Indeed, and we talked about Sophie Casey, who's been trapped down forward. That's fair enough. She's been working the forward 50. The thing is, like, uh, earlier when she took that, when she had, I think it was the mark or a free kick from 50 metres out from goal, she was at the side of the mark, and it just needed a little bit of composure, where she should have gone back. She wouldn't have been able to kick it from there, but she would have been able to find a smarter option. Instead, she kind of half panicked and thought, oh, I've just got to find the quickest thing I could find. Oh, there's someone close to me. And under that panic, the Crickers were able to exploit it and clear the ball out. And it's just that thing. They are getting some marks around half forward it just needs some cool heads to say right let's just be patient just give it that extra few seconds and in which they've had opportunities where the pocket's been opened up if they can get the smart lead onto the pocket and hit it then they can get a better conversion and that's the pressure that diamond creek are, are bringing applying, yeah bringing to the table who's impressed you from from their side well, as you said, Ernst has been winning the ruck, which has been sensational. Uh, Koik has been giving them a lot in the middle of the ground, but it's, uh, it, it's been Cat Smith lurking around half forward. She's been getting involved in everything, and that's been creating a number of headaches. And that's a good thing for Diamond Creek, where they've traditionally lied in the past Brittany Gretsch to get them something around half forward. Cat Smith is giving some headaches, and they haven't been able to match up on her. So, uh, and if you look at uh, Kiochi, for example, Steph Kiochi is, you know, she, she's been around all the ball, but hasn't been doing anything sensational, and she hasn't she hasn't had to, which is a good thing. And um, because she's got the likes of uh, Saxon's been chipping in there for a bit. Ortley's still coming back for the wrist injury. She's trying to find her way back into the game. But Hicks is getting her hands on the footy. Loins is getting their hands on the football. So I guess there's anything if uh, if uh, Brad Lederman could, could take away from that first half. Besides, obviously, the lead, and very happy with that. He's able to say, right, my star players haven't been outstanding today, but everyone else is doing a little bit. That, and, and that's better for the long run. They're, they're all playing a role, which, which is good to see for Craig in Interestingly, Cat Smith, the, the leader on our scoreboard with three goals. Sibonello uh, with two and also Bernardi with two for the Creekers. Single goal scorers for the Eastern Devils, Jamie Lambert has one and so too Sophie Casey. We'll take this opportunity to take a break at halftime here on girlsplayfooty.com. At the moment, we've got it as uh, as Diamond Creek, 7-3-45, leading the Eastern Devils, 2 We'll have that all confirmed for you right after this break. Diamond Creek Women's Football Club are proudly supported by Jets Greensboro and Lorimer. Jets is a 24-7 gym that offers no lock-in contracts, low rates and access to over 250 plus clubs across Australia. For those looking to improve your health and fitness and looking to train indoors throughout this winter, head down and see the team at either Jets Greensboro or Lorimer. Mention the Diamond Creek Women's Football Club and we'll waive the $89 joining fee. It's that easy. Diamond Creek Women's Football Club, powered by Jets. Come on, Creekers! The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens pop in for their quality meal specials midday through to 9 plus the TAB and bottle shop open till 1am 7 days a week the Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy and have been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001 call into the riser today 395 Swan Street in Richmond just a drop bun from Burnley train station Hi, this is Craig Lowndes for Rad. Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Get behind the wheel of a V8, or any car for that matter, and it's all about being in control. Get behind the wheel after you had a few drinks and you risk losing that control. You're much more likely to cause a crash or even kill someone. So before you drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink or pull your money together to share a taxi. The life you save might be your own. The symptoms of ovarian cancer sound like part of every woman's life. Abdominal bloating, abdominal or back pain, appetite loss, changes in toilet habits, unexplained weight gain or loss, indigestion or heartburn, and fatigue. 
But if these symptoms are unusual for you and they persist, please see your doctor. For more information, visit the Ovarian Cancer Program website at nbocc.org.au. Hi, we're the Wiggles. Did you know that Finney's raises funds for their good works by selling really good stuff in their Finney's shops? But the shops don't run themselves. That's right, they need volunteers to help. Can you spare a few hours each week? All you need is enthusiasm and some spare time. And it's really good fun. Please, will you become a Vinnie's volunteer? Just visit vinnies.org.au or pop into your local Vinnie's shop for more details. Yeah, and while you're there, have a look round. You'll, You'll love, love what, what you find. Do you know someone with macular degeneration or glaucoma who's finding it hard to get around because of vision loss? They may have recently had a fall or you've noticed they're no longer able to find their way around safely. If you do, you should contact Guide Dogs. They help people just like this to stay safe and active. And it's a free service. To find out how Guide Dogs assists people with impaired vision to stay safe and independent, call 1-800-804-805. That's 1-800-804-805. Hi, I'm Lane Beachley. Australians have recycled enough printer cartridges to cover Bondi Beach 12 times. That's kept 11,000 tonnes of valuable resources out of landfill. Drop your used original cartridges into the special boxes at participating retail outlets and they'll be turned into new products from pens to road surfaces. Help us keep up the good work. Find out more at cartridges.planetart.org. Live across the web, this is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And welcome back with a bucket full of chips to uh, Plenty War Memorial Park. Or should I should say a mouthful after. Don't tell Cody Brennan that. Because uh, <laughs> I'm doing a fitness program at the moment. I'm supposed to be on a diet and I've got these buckets of chips. So don't give that away, you, folks. You, you can put the blame on me. No, that's all right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Just like last Sunday when, uh, when Daniel Hill just put this huge uh, bag of chips up and I'm like... Yeah, I might be having some of those. <laughs> <laughs> Just a chance. You have to on a Sunday when the weather is as good as what it is. Well, here come the Gullampires back onto the ground. We'll see if they look at the scoreboard. I don't think they're going to. Someone will have to drag them aside and ask what the correct... Oh. They're, they're going to ask now what the correct score is because, dare I say it, folks, not only have we got a different score to the scoreboard, the timekeepers also have a different score to the scoreboard. But the good thing was that we were right with uh, the, devils. the we- Devils, but now there's a query over um, Diamond Creek, so... Hopefully that there's going to be a they're going to rectify it. Well, as yeah. we as we speak, one of the uh, Golumpires is coming in to have a chat with the timekeepers because what's supposed to happen is and this is when you got official Golumpires and I'm putting on my old hat when I did it 16 <laughs> years ago. Um, what would happen is obviously at the end of each and like in any league at the end of each quarter, Golumpires come out, they check their scorecards and they go right. If we got the correct scores, if they do, they look at the scoreboard, they wave the scoreboard, walk off. If they go, we've got the correct scoreboard scores, they look at the scoreboard, oh that looks run, wrong, they walk up to the scoreboard and they say, change the scoreboard, they change it, then they give it a wave. Now the thing is, if two goal umpires come up to each other and they look at each other and they go, well I've got one score, but the other goal umpire's got a different score, then what's supposed to happen is then you walk over to the timekeepers and then you go to the timekeepers, what score have you got? Now if one of the timekeeper's score matches one of the other goal umpire's scores, then that's the score. If the timekeeper's score is completely different again, then all they have to do is put a note next to it, mark it down, dispute at quarter time or dispute at half time. And then it's almost like not quite wiping the scores, but then keeping a track of the score again differently for the remainder of the game. 
and then obviously then they just give it to the league and go sort it out. Yeah. <laughs> Handball it across. But that's very rare. It gets to that stage that the goal umpires don't agree. But uh, that's why they have timekeepers keep the score. So just in case the goal umpires don't agree. And it sometimes probably happens more often with club umpires because, you know, they don't do all the... Affi- well, when I say don't do all the official signals, they're not quite as sharp as doing the scores and whatever. And, and again, they're volunteers. They're not paid uh, officials that train each week. Yeah, yeah correct. They haven't yeah. got the training. They haven't got the experience. So, obviously, we can't lay all blame on them. Um, but uh, hopefully... Well, I'm going to check the the score while you let the listeners know what's happening here at the moment. (laughs) Well, we've got both sides back out on the ground here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Uh, We'll run you through the goal kickers once again for Diamond Creek. Kat Smith with three goals. Rebecca Sibonella with two goals. And Christina Bernardi also with two goals. And for the Eastern Devils, Sophie Casey has one goal, as does Jamie Lambert who we haven't seen reappear since halfway through that second term after going off with uh, what looked like a lower leg injury uh, halfway through that second term. So... So we've... Well, just to add to confusion here, one of the goal umpires has had to chat with the timekeepers, and the goal umpires, believe it or not, have got a goal less for Diamond Creek. So there's confusion amongst the goal umpires here at the moment. Oh, my goodness. It's like a point I can understand you can get confused. A goal if someone's kicked 25 goals, but oh, dear. To get us underway for the third term, help us out, Matty Cox. We need Peter Holden down waving the flags in his... I'm going to come out of retirement. This is how bad it's getting. I swear, if there's more Saturday games, I'm... You're hearing me, Darren Flanagan? I'm coming out of retirement. (laughs) The bounce in the middle was recalled. Ernst gets the secondary tap, and she's going to break away from the pack here. Handball comes out wide for the Creekers. They send it inside 50, running to meet it. There's Bernardi. Couldn't quite complete it. Yes, she has. Took it in between the legs. Great desperate stuff there from Bernardi. Will be shooting for her third goal of the match. As the scoreboard starts to rectify itself on the far side. Just don't even look at it because they're different compared to the goal umpires, <laughs> compared to the timekeepers, compared to us. I will have my eyes glued to my iPad in that case. <laughs> As Bernardi to come in directly in front. will kick it from about 35 out to get a good start for the creek. It's, it's across to the left. No, it's through for a goal. So Bernardi with her third. And the margin now out to 30 points for Diamond Creek. They are 8-3-51 to 2-9-21, according to our scoreboard. Here on uh, girlsplayfooty.com this quarter, thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel in Swan Street, Richmond. Well, boy, oh boy, it's been a day, hasn't it, out here at the moment. Jeez, the scoreboard is completely different here at the ground compared to what we've got. Unbelievable. 8-3, leading 2-9. T- leading as the umpire bounces the ball in the middle of the ground, and away we go again. Carney versus Ernst. Ernst put it straight down the throat there of Ernst. Pardon me, Ortley. He put the hand pass over the top. Barton was charging through, and the umpire said a play was collected too high. And uh, that player is the 18 in Kendra Heil. The Canadian looks around for some options. Decides to go straight down the line. Best policy. Perkins was lurking around. Coming up. Ainge couldn't quite pick it off the carpet. Darcy goes in then gets burrowed into the ground by uh, Corey. And the umpire said that's a throw. And uh, it will be a free kick going the way of I think Charlotte Dillon back there for the Creekers. uh, No, in fact it's Kirby Hicks that'll end up getting the free kick and she'll have the opportunity to clear. 
So Hicks sends it into the middle. Almost mark taken there by Ernst. Couldn't complete it. Ball comes to Darcy. Wheels off her opponent. Has a shot on goal. It's good. And I think that's her first goal of the day. It is. Sarah Darcy. And a badly needed one for the Eastern Devils. They move to 3-9-27. They still trail by 24 points. 8-3-51. They need a few more passages of play like that, Pete. Indeed they do, and it's uh, broke open for them, which was great to see, and they need that open forward line, and Darcy just... It's an awkward-looking kicking style that she has when she runs around, but effective, and that's the most important thing. They move to 3-9-27, trailing 8-3-51 for the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond. And just interesting to see the uh, forward line for Diamond Creek here. They're all in single file, pretty much. As the umpire bounces the ball, and away we go again. Almost outside the two circles, but the umpire allows it to go on. As Ernst tries to put it out towards the Barton direction, she picks it up. Now swings around on the left, going along with the forward line. Sibonello coming out afterwards. Ball fell short of loins. Ball spills free. Trying to get in there is uh, the 46 and Alice Ryan. She sees the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds. And that's where we'll see a throw in on the half-forward flank. 50 metres out from the Creekers goal, attacking towards the pavilion end. Thrown back into play. Ernst versus Carney. Carney went to ground. Kiochi lurking nearby. Going in there is Audley. She's all wrapped up and stumped into the ground by Casey. And the umpire says, we'll have another ball up. Hovering around on the half-forward area for the Creekers. Ball comes to Scott. Gets boot to ball again into space. Turned over, though. Mark taken by the Creekers. Bernardi was... Had it presented, ignored. Now ball comes towards Smith. She was floating at the back. Almost a mark taken there by Carroll. Couldn't complete it. Now she's under pressure. Trying to feed the ball out. Loins in there working hard for Diamond Creek. Umpire circling. We'll get a ball up. Forward pocket for Diamond Creek. They are 8-3-51. Eastern Devils are 3-9-27. Early stages of this third term here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Umpire gets us back underway. Carney with the tap. Comes to Scott. Again, boots a ball towards the half-back flank. Trend couldn't take the mark. Creekers fighting in hard, trying to get the handball out. And they're well tackled there by Trend. And it's gone out of play. Boundary throwing. Half-forward flank for Diamond Creek. Intense battle here at the moment. Creekers just feel if they can kick one or two more, they can put the Devils away. Well, the Devils are fighting on because they know they need one or two more to try and drag themselves back into the match. Carney, front posse. Scott picked it off the ground, just put boot to ball. Worked out Lux of Fortune straight into the uh, chest there of Trend. And Trend swung around on the right, going up the line. Here comes Darcy. Had to stand tall, and she did. She took a mark on centre wing in front of the scoreboard. Swings around on the left in the Ang's direction. She was always going to be outmarked. She needed to, well, be stretched about another foot <laughs> to try and reach that. And the Creekers will send it back towards the Barden direction. She'll take it defensive side of centre wing. Barden decides to switch it into the middle. It's a risky kick. Bouncing ball. McNamara there for the Devils. She's able to collect. Takes one bounce. Runs to 50 as a oh. shot. But it's just to the left. Jeez, you... Jeez, that would have been a good finish there. She kicked that. That would have brought the house down. And... The Devils move to 3-10-28. Diamond Creek, 8-3-51. A lead of 23 points to the Creekers. Ball at full back. And kicking along in the direction of Dylan, who's outmarked on this occasion. I think it's Trent that outmarked her. Put boots of ball straight back and towards the forward line. Hetherington read it best. Beating out Jess Foster. And Hetherington says, I want to go long up the line. And uh, she ends up chipping it over the top instead. Lawrence ran on and put it on the right, moved it out towards the wing position. Got to be good with the kick, is so. 
Spots up a target. Ortley just now gets on the right, coming back in board, looking for Williams under pressure from Scott. Caught the ball up. Scott got it back. Put boot the ball. Long over the top. Awkward bounce in the forward line, bobbling around Hetherington under pressure from Foster. Spilled it but gave off the hand pass. The teammate Corrigan now has to switch. Perkins coming out afterward. Foot race on here. Now going in forward and trying to slap it forward, if you don't mind, is a McNamara. McNamara put it in front of herself. Turned over. Too many numbers there for the Creekers, but only as far as Meg Hutchins. It's lifted in the last few minutes here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Hutchins has it centre wing on the broadcast side. Sends it towards centre half. Four. Oh. Mark at the back of the pack. He's taken by Scott. Directly in front, right on the 50 metre arc. Big kick. And an important kick too coming up for the Eastern Devils. The captain for the Victoria 2 side a couple of weeks ago, Hannah Scott, will have a long run up. She's gone pretty much back to the centre of the ground. Starts a slow walk in. They need a goal here, the Devils. Starts a trot into a stride. Has a shot on goal. It's coming back. How's the umpire going to call it? He's going to give the two-fingered salute. And Scott gets the goal. Badly needed one there for the Eastern Devils. They move to 4-10-34. Diamond Creek, 8-3-51. Here on girlsplayfooty.com, 17 points the difference. So you're feeling this is going to be the crunch five minutes. If the Devils can get another one back, they're well and truly in the ball game. If the Creekers can kick a goal, it just relieves the pressure for them. So an exciting third term here as the umpire has the ball back in the middle of the ground. It's going to be Ernst versus Carney in this contest. There's the bounce. Up goes Ernst. She wins it. Manages to slap it forward. Scott tries to keep it in front of herself, though, for the Devils. Spinning around the defensive side of the circle. Dragging it in there. I think it was Lawrence. The umpire just comes in, blows the whistle, and says, uh, I'll have the ball back, thanks. And we'll throw it up right on the edge of the cricket pitch. Up in the air again we go. Carney versus Ernst. Ernst wins out from behind Scott. Got the little punch in there. Williams lurking behind the back of the pack. Trying to chip it forward. Barton. Umpire's blowing the whistle. Is it holding? Yes, it is. And it's going the way. The 49 in the Cole Paul. So Paul has it. Middle of the ground. Assesses her options. Goes straight down the corridor. Hoping for a target at the back oh. of the pack. A brilliant mark taken there by Stacey Cross. She's going to go short into the pocket. She had a player on. It's Lauren diving to take the mark. Did she complete it? She did. But on a very tight angle. As Bernardi makes the lead. Ignored. It's a bit of an argument going on in the goal square. Play it down. Play it down. So the shot there it is just a minor one. But it ends up. But uh, Chloe Land is down on the ground, and uh, they're certainly having a dispute with one of the uh, Creekers players, so something's happened. A weird passage of play there for, well, everyone involved. Well, point if you uh, jot that down. 8-4, yeah, 52 plays, 14-34, margin of 18 points. Hutchins brings it back in with a long kick over the head there of, and couldn't hold on to Brazali. At the back door, Loins is caught. Umpire said it was too high, and Loins gets the resulting free kick. And she swings around quickly, kicks it towards the forward line. Barton takes it. Had to take it strong in front of uh, Ryan. She looks ahead. Smith is on short, and it's a good pass. You can see that she was winding up for the kick, and at the last second pulled it. 
Now Bernardi's free. Smith, they're breaking down at the moment. And Smith's electing to go back and have a shot. Still free, Bernardi. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Because if it doesn't make the distance, it hits hands. Bernardi's just could easily pick it off the front of the pack. But the kick is along on the kick. And it's just touched, I think, on the line. It is. It is a minor score. 8-5-53, Diving Creek. Eastern Devils, 4-10-34. And that's all thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel and Swan Street, Richmond. Mac- McNamara takes it. The half-back flank. Sends it towards the centre wing position. No one able to take the mark. Ball hobbling at the back of the pack. Seacombe couldn't do much with it. Now she's under a lot of pressure. She might have dragged it in here. Trying to feed it out. Umpire eventually is going to call for it. Centre wing position on the broadcast side. It's Diamond Creek, 8-5-53. Eastern Devils, 4-10-34. Back underway. Carney with the tap. In the hands of McNamara, she was stripped of the ball. Back on the deck, Creek has had it in hands momentarily. Williams emerging with it, just soccering along the ground. Eventually it will be taken out of play. Umpire says throw it in between centre wing and half forward on the broadcast side for Diamond Creek, who lead by 19 points. Ball back into play. Ernst, front posse, brought it to ground. Williams wants to try and pick it up. Scott running with her. Uh, and the ball once again went over the boundary line and out of bounds. Third term football here on girlsplayfooty.com. We've got it as a 19-point lead, 53-34, to 34, favouring the Creekers. Back in the play, Muller kicked it off the ground. Foot race on here. Inside the forward 50 for the Creekers. Button just weaves away through. Hand pass, got to be good. Calling out for a cat. Smith in the pocket, under pressure. Shrugged one off. Gave off another little hand pass. Barton works one sideways. Saxton under pressure. Had to snap it. Great smother by Kavanagh. Ball still in play. Barton over the top of it. Fighting in there, Spindler. Rise nearby. And the umpire blows the whistle and says it's gone over the boundary line and out of bounds right in front of our broadcast position and it's fierce in there at the moment and Ryan's just got one eye at the moment she might have got a finger in there as Carney, oh she's grabbed it out of the ruck able to get rid of it great tackle there applied by Heil ball emerges through McNamara the handball goes into space picked up there by Audley her handball put her team under all sorts of pressure on the half forward flank, umpires pinned holding the ball free kick going the way of the Eastern Devils and to take the free kick will be Haviland on the broadcast flank Winds it up, sends it to the centre wing position, looking for McNamara, couldn't complete the mark, ball on the deck. Diamond Creek all wrapped up at Saxton, Lawrence applies a tackle, and the umpire's going to come in and ball it up. It's fierce stuff out there at the moment, Pete, 19 points in favour of Diamond Creek. Umpire throws it up in the air, and away we go again. Ernst wins it, but straight down the throat of Heil, and Heil's got a pretty open forward line to work with. Gets towards the half-foot blank position. Perkins over around it. Foster doesn't go in to pick it up, tries to go off the ground. Dylan lurking nearby, picked up by Perkins. Off the side of the boot! No! Just away to the left. She did everything right, but it was just away by a couple of centimetres. And a minor score sees it 4-11-35. Trailed by an even three goals. 8-5-53 of the Creekers. And that's all thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel and Swan Street, Richmond. Short chip comes in to Etherington. Had a few players on. Decides to go down the outer side. Nearly a mark taken there by Ernst. Ball on the deck. Creekers still with the numbers. Handball came out there from Loins. They're working along half back at the moment. All bounced off the chest. Now they're under a bit of pressure. Jochi gets a kick away towards the wing position. Pack forms. No one able to take the mark. Hutchins gets boot to ball. And it sends it towards Hicks. 
who she can gather cleanly. She hasn't. Now she's under pressure from Perkins near the boundary line. Has held in the ball. Umpire's going to come in and ball it up. She needed to take it cleanly there. Hicks didn't do so. And as a result, another opportunity here for the Devils. Ball up. Perkins with the tap. Comes to the deck. Clearing kick there went the way of the Creekers. Floating across the pack there was Saxton. Couldn't do much. Devils get a kick moving forward. Bounced over the top of the pack. Still on the half forward flank. Creekers able to clear it off half back. Pack forms. Carney takes the mark. And they're going to send it straight back in 50. Carney decides to uh, swing around there on the right. Close towards the boundary line. One bounce. And there was uh, turning around an inside out if you don't mind is Perkins moving it forward. Foster's now got it. Foster kicks it in towards an open goal square. It's just not through for a point. Oh, dear. They, again, what that first turn, peppering away the Devils. They're just not creating the damage. 4-12-36, trailing 8-5-53 for the Rising Sun Hotel in Swan Street, Richmond. Here on girlsplayfooty.com, Diamond Creek have it in their defensive goal square. Late stages of this third term. Called to play on. Kick comes towards the broadcast side. Looking for Saxton. Couldn't take the mark. At the bottom was Gretsch. She fumbled. Trend in there also for the Devils. Gretsch gets a little kick out. Looking for Loins. She darked. Got the ball out in time. And now the Creekers get a kick into the middle. Going to be cut off though. Kavanagh in there for the Devils. Went without it. Scrambling going on in the middle of the ground at the moment. Desperate stuff for both sides as we near three-quarter time. We'll get a middle right. We'll get a ball up in the middle, I should say. And that's what we'll do. Carney going up in the contest versus Gretsch. Spilt free for Loins, who got spun around but got a kick away. Trend, parked herself underneath it. Late punch from Barton. Barton tries to go in and get it again. Roll over there for support. Umpire set over the shoulder. And a free kick going to Amelia Barton. And uh, she has the ball about 65 metres out from home in the centre of the ground, between centre and centre half forward. Keating towards the club room end of the ground, up by 17 points at the moment. Partly, uh, rather, yep, 17 points. Kicks it long and towards the forward line. Off the chest there of Koika. Cross tries to fight her way through. Went to ground. Marwood now dives on top of the ball. Giochi's hailing a cab. Hand pass out. Uh, loins around the corner. And a kick went off the side of the boot. One bounce and over the boundary line and out of bounds. Right in front of the club rooms here, 45 metres out from goal. And right in front of our broadcast position here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Umpire sends it back into play. Carney coming late, gets the fist back towards the boundary line. We'll go out of play once more. Still on the half-forward flank for Diamond Creek. The 8-5-53, the Eastern Devils 4-12-36. A margin of 17 points nearing three-quarter time. Ball on the deck, trying to get the handball out. There was Casey. Diamond Creek end up with the ball. They kick it back inside, attacking 50. Looking there, couldn't complete the mark. Was Cross. Bernardi at the bottom of the pack. She might have got one in the back. Umpire says holding. It'll be a free kick either way to Bernardi. Tight angle. Not very far out. About 10 metres, if that. Bernardi to get to take the kick. Expect some quality heckling from the crowd in front of us. Yes. I would be anyway if I was a Port Melbourne supporter. But my, my language is a little bit more choice. Yes. <laughs> Probably something that couldn't be broadcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As Bernardi starts her walk up now. Scott on the mark. Bernardi comes in. It's a beautiful kick. And the margin now, 23 points. Bernardi with her fourth goal of the match. It's 9-5-59. 
to Eastern Devils 4-12-36. As I said, a margin of 23 points nearing three-quarter time. Right here on girlsplayfooty.com for the Crickers. A must-win game for them to keep in touch with the four for the Devils. They're trying to lock down second spot. They still hold it by a game due to the, to the Sharks' loss, but uh, they would have liked a bit more breathing space, particularly going up against Darabin next week. As it's 9-5 to 4-12. Look at that way. 14 scoring shots, 16 scoring shots. Hmm. Crickers' advantage. Gretsch in the ruck. Locked it out, but spinning around, picking up there is the uh, Devils managing to move it through the agency of uh, the 29 and Robin Foster towards the half forward flank position. Trent got the hand pass out to Robin Foster again, who was quick as lightning, moving towards the forward line. Kick was a bit of a grabber though. Hale tries to lay on the tackle. Williams got the hand pass out. Hetherington now going for the run. Hetherington, long booming right kick to space on the centre wing. Kiyochi coming out to lead for it. Got to spin around with hot on a, with Scott on a hammer. Does so in front of the scoreboard. Gets on the left looking for Millie Barton. Does she take it inside of the boundary line? She does. And she spins around at half forward flank, putting it in the Bernardi direction cross at the back and cross crunched the player late, ball spilled free, shot on goals away to the right, a miss by Koika, and I tell you what Chloe Land I think might have been on the end of that she's feeling it it's going to wake up in the morning feeling sore when you've got cross coming at you and uh, the score now moves to 9-6-60 for the Creekers, the Eastern Devils 4-12-36 she's back up on her feet though Land as the kick came out there from Hutch and floated over the back of the pack. Running through was Heil. Needs to get rid of it. Came to McNamara, but she took it over the boundary line and out of play. Boundary throw in half forward flank for Diamond Creek. They're up by 24 points. Umpire sends it back into play. Little fist over the back there from Williams. Gets it into the middle. And Diamond Creek, they've got Smith on offer, and she'll take the chest mark, 50 out on the broadcast side. And she's got leads on inboard. He's ignoring them, staring straight into the sun. Being tidied up from the umpire on the line. Smith looks confident. She's going to give it a whirl. It's a beautiful-looking drop punt. Again, falling short. Top of the goal square. Hutchins needed to take the mark. Didn't. Bernardi with the ball. Gave the handball off. It's on the deck. Bernardi follows it up. Snaps around. It'll fade right, though. And just another minor score. They move to 9-7-61. The Eastern Devils 4-12-36. A margin of 25 points. Hearing three-quarter time for the Rising Sun Hotel in Swan Street, Richmond. Ball to be brought in from fullback. Ablin just looking around. In fact, pardon me, it was Spinlot who got on the right and went out towards the half-back flank position. A long, high-floating kick, but Saxton almost read it best, dropped it. Under pressure from Hutchins, almost taken over the boundary line. Ball still in. Hair pass back to McNamara, who was caught straight away by Audley. Ball popped out for Millie Barton, who got the little hand pass off. Now a little dance around by Lloyd. Her kick, though, is almost going to end up in the bar. And it went through for a minor score. 9-8-62, the Creekers, the Eastern Devils, 4-12-36 for the Rising Sun Hotel in Swan Street, Richmond. To take the kick out will be Spindler. Still in the defensive goal square. And she decides to go to the outer side. Similar position to her last kick out. Again, not effective. No one able to take the mark. Diamond Creek got a smother. And there's a few players down as a result. Trying to run through the middle there was Darcy. She dropped the ball. Free kick going away of Diamond Creek. And they hit a score before the three-quarter time siren. 
They go inside attacking 50, no lead on offer. Scott comes out again, probably should have taken the mark, didn't do so. Just keeps punching it forward. Chochi comes around the pack, keeps it in play. Little kick in board. Ineffective. Hutchins takes a mark on the last line of defence for the Eastern Devils. Got a free player on the outer side and it'll be taken out there by Foster. Robin Foster now put her on the right and long out towards the wing position. Ange takes the mark. Talk about a, a battle, a difference in size here. Ernst and Ange giving away about a foot or two there, if you don't mind. Kicks it long up the line. Umpire says it might be a downfield free kick. No, it's the way of the uh, Creekers for infringement in the contest and it's uh, going the way of Corrigan given out by Beatles and Corrigan now decides to go up the line. Wasn't great with her kick though. Put a teammate under pressure, who could be shoveled over the boundary line right in front of the coaching bench for the Eastern Devils and holding him up there at the last second was Jess Foster, and we'll call for a ball up and they'll get up from that tangle, I think it was Kiochi on the bottom of that mess, no, in fact Kiochi's just in front of us might have been Audley, up we go again Ernst, try to tap at Saxton, lurking nearby, Perkins is involved in the contest and the umpire's blown the whistle and says uh, I'll have it again, so ball up very close to the boundary line on that outer side Tap went away of Perkins on the deck. Perkins has the hands up, wanting a free kick. Umpire's going to come in again and ball it up. Still in front of the Eastern Devils interchange bench. As the umpire gets it back underway, Ernst with the tap. They're trying to push it across the boundary line. They finally do that. So boundary throw in between centre wing and half forward for the Eastern Devils. They trail by 26 points. It's Diamond Creek 9862. Eastern Devils 4-12-36. Umpire brings it back into play. It'll roll back over the boundary line, though, about 10 metres around from where we last had a throw-in in favour of the Eastern Devils. Just wait for it now. Back into play. Perkins beat out Ernst on the deck. Muller laid the tackle. And the umpire said her opponent didn't have the ball, though. So a free kick for Corrigan for Diamond Creek. Halfback flank. Just inside of the ground. Winds up. Gives a long kick in the direction of uh, Kat Smith who came charging at it. Darcy was in front position. Knocked away from her and Barton sees the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds once again. 9-8-62 plays 4-12-36. The lead in favour of the Creekers. Umpire sends it back into play. Perkins got a fingertip to it. It's pushed back towards that boundary line and we'll get another throw in. Back in front of the Devils interchange bench. Brendan Major lurking around. What can his side do? So we head into three-quarter time. Ange follows up the tap work. Sends a handball out. The Creekers had the numbers. They juggled it, though. Oh, oh, bounced off her chest. And the Devils get a kick inside 50. There's a whistle, though. Foster's kick. We'll get a free kick. No, we won't. Three-quarter time here at Plenty War Memorial Park. It's 9-8-62 to 4-12-36. The Creek is up by 26 points. And the Devils with a lot of work to do in the final term if they're to have any chance of winning this afternoon. And uh, one would suggest as well that... um the Creekers really do have to finish strong because the match they're going into uh, next week, just by the quirk of how the fixture has been lined up, is that we'll be playing the St Albans Spurs. So you would suggest that it'd be pretty one-sided traffic in that game. So they've got to finish strong to make sure that they finish in good form, finish out a good, tough game, so that for it sets them up for a few weeks ahead. For the Eastern Devils, again, I mean, not only the four points, obviously, on the line, but they have to try and finish strong. They have to try and get some goals on the board because, remember... After today's game, they've got that tougher task of Darabin next week. They're just lacking confidence at the moment, and two things stick out of my mind, Cleary. Both Hutchins and Scott, two of the more experienced players in the Devils,
Devils lineup had opportunities to take marks inside defensive 50, instead elected to go the punch and created a 50-50 situation where they were, in my opinion, both in fairly good position to take a mark. So, again, not confident. The pressure's on out there and Diamond Creek so far doing the job. We'll take this opportunity to take a break here at three-quarter time on girlsplayfooty.com where at the moment it's Diamond Creek 9862 leading the Eastern Devils 412-36. Diamond Creek Women's Football Club are proudly supported by Jets Greensboro and Lorimer. Jets is a 24-7 gym that offers no lock-in contracts, low rates and access to over 250 plus clubs across Australia. For those looking to improve your health and fitness and looking to train indoors throughout this winter, head down and see the team at either Jets Greensboro or Lorimer. Mention the Diamond Creek Women's Football Club and we'll waive the $89 joining fee. It's that easy. Diamond Creek Women's Football Club, powered by Jets. Come on! On, creakers. Hi, it's Eric from Deaf Children Australia. Ready for your next lesson? With your left hand palm facing you, touch the left thumb with the right pointer finger. That's A. Now put the same pointer finger onto the left hand pointer. That's E. And for I, O and U, point and place on the next three fingers. They're the vowels. How easy is that? Next time I'll teach you to sign nice things like thank you. At Deaf Children Australia, we're helping young deaf people reach their potential at school and in life. Please join us. Together we can make a difference. Everything a business throws out represents wasted money and resources. Reducing waste and recycling unwanted items in the workplace is great for the environment and can be good for the bottom line too. PlanetArcsBusinessRecycling.com.au lists recyclers from across Australia and it's quick, free and easy to use. You'll also find a guide for choosing the right recycler and free signage. Search for Business Recycling or call 1300 763 768. Need to get to the airport? Looking for safe, clean, reliable transport for a special event? Sick of standing in taxi queues? Give Nice a Ride a try. Nice a Ride is the safe, reliable alternative to catching a taxi. They guarantee that they'll be there on time in a clean, chauffeur-driven vehicle, taking the worry out of getting to your destination, and for not much more than a regular taxi fare. Nicer Ride, clean, affordable, reliable cars. Visit nicerride.com.au for more details. The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy, with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials. Midday through to 9, plus the TAB and bottle shop over till 1am seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy. They've been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call into the Riser today, 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bump from Burnley train station. Hi, this is Craig Lowndes for Rad. Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Get behind the wheel of a V8, or any car for that matter, and it's all about being in control. Get behind the wheel after you had a few drinks and you risk losing that control. You're much more likely to cause a crash or even kill someone. So before you drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink or pull your money together to share a taxi. The life you save might be your own. Live across the web, this is the Girls Play for Footy.com, match of the day. And welcome back to Plenty War Memorial Park. Peter Holden and Matthew Cox here for the GirlsBayFooty.com match of the day between the Devils and uh, Diamond Creek. And you can see that uh, Brendan Major keeping the Devils for a long time in that huddle there. And I think as we're just discussing uh, here with the crowd um, uh, during the three-quarter time break, uh, Matthew, that it comes down to the first goal, really. The Devils have to kick the first goal to be in it. If there any chance. And mind you, they have had their chances, and that's going to be one thing 
at the end of the match. Yeah, uh, the post-match. Yeah, yeah, when they look at that. They'll, they'll think they had that many scoring opportunities. 4-12. 16 scoring shots, 17 scoring shots. So they've been level on the scoring shots, just the accuracy hasn't been there and it's come to haunt them. And, and they've, both sides have had different momentums of play too. So... As you said, first goal kicker, incredibly important as we get the final one underway here on girlsplayfooty.com. Perfect bounce in the middle. Tap went the way of Carney. She's going to follow up her work here in the middle. The shadows here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Umpire's going to come in and ball it up. Still inside the centre circle. Throws it into the air. Ernst, that time, getting the tap. Scott trying to work it forward. For the Devils, follows up her work, gets boots a ball, sends it towards the half-forward flank, broadcast side, Darcy came out to meet it, bounced off her chest, sends the handball back, under pressure, Ernst finding in hard, handball comes out the way though of Williams, gives the handball off to Audley, she was under pressure, Campbell comes back to Barden, Barden gets boots a ball, sends it towards centre-half-forward, no one able to take the march, Giocci gets around her opponent, little kick inside, 50, wasn't effective, no one able to take the mark, Giocci gets the handball back, could this be the first goal of the final term? It isn't, minor score, let off there for the Eastern Devils. And the Crickers move to 9-9-63. The Devils 4-12-36, a margin of 27 points. Here on girlsplayfooty.com. And, of course, they're back next week for the Catherine Watton Cup between Eastern Devils and Darabin at Mulgrave Reserve from 1.30pm Sunday. Back into play. Long and high. Koika brought it to ground. But it was just stacks in the mill. Ainge tried to work her way in there with a little hand pass. Muller lurking nearby as well. And the umpires bond the whistle and said, yeah, a bit of a stalemate there. Going to have to call for a ball up. And does so very quickly again. One out by Ernst, but taken away by Hannah Scott, who just put boots up on the way of the Jess Foster direction. Darcy there as well. Try to hang on to her opponent there in, in Kirby Hicks. Hicks goes in there. Darcy on the ground, tries to hatch the ball out. Getting to it there is Moorcroft. Ainge went in there as well. Got it out to Muller, who gave off the don't argue. Then got on the right boot, dribbled it forward. Hetherington coming out to meet it. Overran it. There was Seacombe. Got it to Hetherington. Hetherington hand pass under pressure to Williams. Williams on the right boot, out towards the the wing position, awkward looking bounce there, coming through to meet it, Robin Foster got a spin around, hand pass backwards, almost going in the wrong direction Alice Ryan, gave off the hand pass hurry kick, a flock of creakers there at the moment, and taken away by Brazali Brazali kicks it out towards Chochi, she was pushed off the ball, and the umpires paid the free kick, because Hutchins didn't have eyes for the footy Chochi's going to have it on the half forward flank, out of side for the Crickers, gives the handball off quickly. No, umpire says she wasn't on her mark, so she's going to come back. So Chochi, just outside 50, short pass into the corridor, goes over the top of the Devils. They're under pressure, last line of defence. Trying to work one out, there's Trend. She's well wrapped up, and the umpire's going to come in and ball it up. About 10 metres around from the Crickers' goal. They're up by 27 points. And attacking. Ball on the deck. Both sides fighting in hard. And we'll get a secondary ball up. We've moved a couple of metres closer to the Crookers' goal. Just interesting to watch that Chochi thing there when she went to the hand pass and hurry it on. When you're 27 points up and there's no time on, you, you do wonder why not just try and kill the clock, go back and have a shot. Even if you miss, you kill time. You're certainly right there, Pete. As the kick comes out the way of the Devils, Darcy couldn't take the mark there. It's a whistle, free kick going the way of Darcy. She got one over the shoulder in that marking contest, so she's got it between centre wing and half back. 
for the Devils. Called to play on. Kicks it up towards Perkins. She flies. Hetherington, good punch from behind. Creekers with the numbers. Need to work it smart. Handball was sloppy. Back to Hetherington. Trying to run through there with the Creekers. Smith, handball over the top. Came to Ernst. Ernst sends it inside 50. No one able to take a clean mark. It's in the forward pocket on the outer side. Umpire circling. Ball spills out the pack into another one. And it's all wrapped up just inside the boundary line. Ball up. Forward pocket for the Creekers. Up by 27 points. Thrown up in the air. Away we go again. Gretsch trying to run on by. Picks it up off the ground. Hand pass away. Casey is there. Picked it up of her feet for the Devils. Gave a little hand pass back. One step. Long kick towards the contest of Darcy. Knocked out of her hands though. Picked off by Hicks. Got it on the left boot in towards the forward line. Flying for it. It was... Was a Cat Smith couldn't control it. Hand pass by Spindler under Brian Ryan under pressure. There's Sibinal, uh, Pudley Cross who spun around, put it on her left boot. 25 metres out from goal in the back on Muller. No, not paid. Locked in there, and they are going to call for a ball up about 25 metres out from the Kriegers' goal attacking the city end. If you've just joined us, the score 9963 Diamond Creek for 1236 Eastern Devils. Ball up in the forward pocket for the Creekers. Scott emerges with the footy handballs into space. It did put uh, Hutchins under a bit of pressure. Ball comes back inside for the Creekers. It was cross. Couldn't do much with it. Wraps up her opponent in the process. And it's gone out of play. So boundary throwing in the forward pocket still on the outer side for Diamond Creek. 9-9-63 plays 4-12-36. Creekers up. Ball comes back into play, getting pushed back towards the boundary line on that outer side. And we'll get another boundary throw in. Scott that time taking it out of play. In fact, it was Hutchins taking it out of play. Back in. Going in there is Kiochi. Hand pass out. Williams. Now weaving through traffic, Lisa Williams put it on the right and it's going to be cut off. Mark taken there for the Devils, deep in defence. And there's the switch on, looking for Jess Trend out there in the back pocket. Takes it in front of Bernardi. Jessica Trend, just looking further afield for some options. Says, players, come to me, come to me. And, oh, had to sell some candy and got around Bernardi. And uh, what's happened here? I think when she went to sell the candy, she stepped over the boundary line. So it's going to be a throw in about 50 metres out from the Creekers goal. And they're up by 27 points here on girlsplayfooty.com. Umpire sends it back into play. Smith with the tap. Wasn't effective. Devils with the footy. Oh, good smother there from the Creekers. Ball very close to the boundary line. Devils able to mop up, get a kick away. Looking there for Foster. Couldn't bring it down. Devils still with the numbers. Little kick around the body. Looking for Darcy. Put one arm out. Couldn't take it. Was able to gather. Wheels off her opponent. Sends it towards the 50-metre arc. Perkins takes a strong mark. Plays on immediately. Open forward line. Didn't need it, though. Went through at half-post height. And the Devils back with a chance. But they need everything to go right from here. They're still down by 21 points. 9-9-63, the Creekers. 5-12-42, the Eastern Devils. Here on girlsplayfooty.com. And it's all thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer, sponsors of the Creekers. And uh, that's actually Perkins' first goal of the game. So they need her to get into the match. And you can see the difference is they've moved her away from full forward and moved her up to the centre-half forward position. So they're hoping that she can make an impact further up the ground. That's dragged Hetherington up with her at the same time. So with the ball back in the middle, we're going to see Carney versus Ernst again. Crucial centre play here. If the Devils can put on another one quickly, it gives them a step. 
for Diamond Creek. They just really need to kill the clock. And up goes Carney, who got collected in the contest. Ball on the ground. Casey has to try and work in there. Gets the hand pass out. Got McNamara. McNamara feeds it off to Muller. Muller goes long. Darcy tries to hold the ground versus Hicks. Darcy takes the mark. Now Darcy is told to calm down and have a shot as Perkins goes down to the forward line. And I think that's smart because if Darcy falls short, Perkins can either lead or grab it in the square. Big kick coming up. Darcy putting boots a ball from 50 metres out. Left boot directly in front. It's going to hang on the breeze though and go out of bounds on the full. Missed opportunity. So, Creakers have it. Back pocket right in front of our broadcast position. Hetherington kicks it up along the boundary line looking for trend. Bounced off her chest. And Loins happy to see it out of play. Boundary throw in on the half forward flank for the Eastern Devils. They trail by 21 points in this fourth term here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Ernst with the tap was effective because running through was Paul. Gets a kick up the corridor. The ball's now on centre half forward. The pack running to meet it. Devils with the numbers. Little kick short. Was effective, finds Muller, she plays on. Her kick was smothered, though, by Saxton. Able to follow it up, though, the Devils get a kick towards the centre wing. Hicks in prime spot for the Creekers, takes the mark. And slowly goes back on her mark, trying to take time off that clock. Hicks goes up, had a target on, and a nice spot there. Mark taken by Williams, goes inside 50 for Diamond Creek. No one able to take him. Clean mark. Play might have been held there. Umpire said play on. Hutchins fighting in hard. May have dragged it in. Umpire circling. Ball spills out the pack. Ernst trying to get the ball out. Chopchi also in there. Darcy runs to meet it. Couldn't gather it. Hicks. Oh, she had it stolen off her. Ball still hovering around the centre half forward area. Hicks gets boot to ball. Sends an inside 50 for Diamond Creek. Good punch. Trend running onto it. Still on the half back flank for the Devils. They get a kick out. It was ineffective. Scrappy pack on the centre wing position. Smith able to pick it up. Sends a handball inboard and the Creekers are away. And that's when they go towards the centre half forward position. Went out the back door. Yachty tried to slap it all on the ground. Wasn't successful. Koikas tried to jump in there as well. Packer plays scrapping in there for between centre and centre half forward for the Creekers. Umpires blowing the whistle. Pulled out a free kick for too high. And uh, getting the free kick for Diamond Creek is Ellie Koika. And Koika needs to go down the line, you would suspect, and she spots a lead on in the half-forward flank position, and that lead was Gretsch, knocked out of her hands. Land tries to control it, got knocked away from her, and went over the boundary line and out of bounds. 45 metres out from the Diamond Creek goal. They lead 9-9-63 to 5-12-42, thanks to Jets Greensboro and Lorimer. Went out the back door, taken away there by Trend, who kicks in towards the middle of the ground, taken by Moorcroft right in the centre, then has to go for the switch, and she's actually pretty good with her kick, managing to spot up the target there in Carly Coburn. Coburn put it long in the head direction of Kiochi. She wants to try and receive it. Ball got hand-passed out, though. Robin Foster tries to lay a tackle. Creek is under pressure next towards the boundary line. Saxton is there as well. Ducks her head, picks it up, gives the little hand-pass off, bubbles around. Ernst put it on her right, went in towards the 
forward line at the feet of Christina Bernardi. She couldn't pick it up. Devils again still under pressure in their own defensive 50. Trying to get there is McNamara. Gretsch trying to keep it alive. Got the ball out. Koika moved it long by hand. Still in the half forward flank position. Trent tries to go on it. She jumps on the pill. She can't extract it. Going in there is Seacombe as well. There's a body of players just there as incredible as the high long kick. Trying to go in the direction there of Jess Foster. She had it. Knocked out of her hands. Going in once again is Charlotte Dillon. She gets a hand pass out under pressure over the boundary line. I can take a breath, Matthew Cox. <laughs> I should have let you keep going there. 21 <laughs> points to the margin in favour of Diamond Creek. I'm going to need well, some oxygen after this. <laughs> <laughs> and a drink. Yeah. As the umpire sends it back into play, Scott gets a clearing kick off halfback. It's into space. It's a vacant wing. Kyle will be the first player to meet it. Needs to collect it cleanly. Does so. Runs around her opponent. Sends it towards the centre-half forward region. Darcy's there. Hicks two. Couldn't take the mark. Ball on the deck. Gives the handball off here to Corrigan. Corrigan able to mop up for Diamond Creek. They go out wide. Hyle able to affect the spoil over the top of Smith. They're all wrapped up. Centre wing position on the outer side. Umpire's going to come in and ball it up. It is a 21-point margin in favour of Diamond Creek. Halfway through this final term here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Scott, her kick was smothered. Came into the hands of Kavanagh. Gave the handball off. Sends it inside 50. Darcy all alone. She's going to be on a very slight angle. About 45 metres out. Plays streaming back to try and cut it off. Where's Perkins? That's the question. Oh, she's not even in the 450. Beatles presented, was ignored. At 25? Yeah, 25 metre penalty. Uh, well, are they, are they paying 25s or 50s? Because I reckon they're paying 50s. She's being marched all the way to the goal square. So a shot on goal here just to reduce that margin a little bit more. Darcy comes in. Gets another one for the Eastern Devils. It's 15 points here in the last. 9-9-63 play, 6-12-48. Darcy with her second goal of the match. Where's it going to go from here, Pete? I don't know. The question is how long's left on the clock. That's the big issue. Do they have enough time to get back? Because as we always say, three goals is the striking range. If you're within three goals, you're in the game. But how much time is on the clock from all that effort? They've, as I said earlier, which didn't quite happen, they need to kick one fast from here to make sure the momentum's their way and the game is moving quickly. As the ball is up in the air again, Perkins has been moved into the middle. She's taken it straight out of the contest. Put it straight on the boot and towards the forward line. Awkward looking bounce. Hicks is there, couldn't control it. Darcy going after it. Seacombe there as well. There is Ang. She can't get to it. In goes Perkins. Charges her way through. Hand pass backwards. Kick around the corner. Beatles is going afterwards. Had it. Dropped it. Trying to go and there is uh, Corrigan. Corrigan trying to keep it alive. Slapped along on the ground. Jess Foster's there as well. There is uh, Trent. She got bowled over and the umpire said it's too high. So Trent's got it and they need something on because Darcy's not forward and Perkins is not in the forward 50. She's really got very little options to work with. She just puts it high in the air. Hopes with a kick. Hetherington was always going to read that. Oh, knocked out of her hands. Hyle is there as well. Charlotte Dillon gets the hand pass under pressure. Hyle tried to kick it out of midair. Going in there is Kavanagh. Kavanagh kicked it off the ground. She was under pressure. Jess Foster got known down. Moorcroft. Safety goes for the long hand pass. Giochi couldn't get onto it. It was set back inside the 50. Darcy's got it. Wowee! Wowee! Now, if Darcy kicks this, this is well and truly game one, and I'm running to the timekeepers to find out how long he's left. <laughs> Work off those chips you had earlier. Yeah, exactly.
It's only a 10 metre run. <laughs> Darcy directly in front. She has the awkward kicking style on the left. Nearly slipped as she kicked it. She swore as she kicked it. She knew she was slipping and was on the wrong foot. And uh, that moves them now to 6-13-49. They trial by four points. 9-9-63 is Diamond Creek for Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. So we're going to get a kick in. Corrigan to take it. As Pete does the 10-metre run across to the timekeepers. Corrigan goes straight up the middle. Perkins is there waiting at the back of the pack with Scott. She plays on immediately. Kicks it towards the broadcast pocket. Running out a metre. Bouncing off the chest there of Moorcroft. Close to the boundary line. Kept in play. Hyle gets a kick around the body. Holes at, uh, Beatles is at the top of the goal square. As Diamond Creek rush it through for another minor score. They now trail by 13 points. Pete, how long's left? Just under nine minutes to go. Plenty of time. So it is still possible, particularly the way they've been peppering away. Corrigan goes long from defence, trying to stand up and take the mark. It was, uh, uh, was Muller, went through her hands. Coik has been pinned, so they have another crack. And it's with Hutchins, who can kick it a mile. Mark Hutchins being told to go long. Lead on from Beatles, she goes in that direction and oh, she dropped it, she dropped it in goes, uh, in goes uh, Kirby Hicks, can't get it out ball popped out to Amelia Barton, Barton put it on the right boot, goes out towards the wing position foot race on, going out out there was Havlin. She got knocked over. Trying to come through there was Cat Smith. Dropped it under pressure. Going with her as well as Stephanie Carroll. Close towards the boundary line. Seeing it over though is Hannah Scott. And we'll have a throw in with around about eight minutes remaining in the match. 13 point lead to Diamond Creek. But it's the Devils that are pushing forward. And you just think all those missed opportunities in the first quarter. They're coming back to bite the Devils at the moment. Need to get a clearance from this boundary throw in. Scott gets boots a ball. Bouncing in the middle. Able to collect it. There was Mac Namara, her handball went astray. Hetherington receives it, works her way around her opponent. Now there's a whistle, there's a free kick going the way of Diamond Creek, and it will be to Dylan. So they won't worry because even though the ball's been kicked away, it takes a while to get back for them. That's 15, 20 seconds killed off the clock. And they'll be happy just to slow the pace down. It's been intense in the last, well, in fact, all of this final term. Dylan has it, centre half back kicks it. It's a risky looking kick floating across the pack. There was Barden couldn't take the mark. She's able to gather it. Tackled well by Scott. Gave the handball off to Coburn. Coburn under a lot of pressure and we're going to get a ball up. Centre wing position on the outer side. It's Diamond Creek 9-9-63. Eastern Devils 6-14-50. A margin of 13 points. Halfway through this final term. Pete. Ball back into play and uh, trying to fight her way through there is Loins. who spun around and put it on the right. High in the air. Taking the mark is Brittany Gretsch, and she's away. Gretsch goes with a long, long, long kick, and it's all just marked and then dropped in the goal square. They'll concede a point and take the safety option. 9-10-64, leading 6-14-50. I was just posing the thought earlier, if the goal up still had that thing where it was wrong and they thought it was a goal less to Diamond Creek, then the scores would be even closer. We'd be going, what on earth is going on? Well, that just confusion just yeah. adds to the, yeah. to the day, doesn't it? Been a great game of footy so far. And it's a 14-point margin. We've got a boundary throw-in. Half-forward flank for Diamond Creek on the broadcast side. Ernst with the tap. Carney was appealing for a free kick. She didn't get it. Devils emerge with the footy, trying to get one out there. It was Muller. 
Getting boots a ball there with Scott, clearing it as she's done all day. Bounced off the chest of Kavanagh. Kriegers with the numbers. Need to be smart. They're wrapped up. Good tackle applied by Kavanagh. Umpire's going to come in and ball it up between centre wing and half forward on the broadcast side. 19-64 play, 6-14-50. A margin of 14 points in favour of Diamond Creek. And there is McNamara close towards the boundary line. Went with a little hand pass back. Probably about six minutes remaining in the game. And it's going to be taken away here. Just put Boot the ball with Seekham to try and get it going for Kiyochi's going to swing in and pick it up now. Spins around on a sixpence. Tries to square it up. She finds Christina Bernardi who decides to run on from 20 metres out. And that could be... No, it's a point. She's missed. So it's not quite the ball game, but... Uh Jeez. 9-11-65 to 6-14-50. And it's 15 points of difference. The Creekers way for Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. And essentially the Devils are just going to go straight up the gut and throw caution to the wind. And they're not going to do that. They're going to decide to go to the broadcast half-back flank. No mark taken. Ball on the deck. Trend emerging with the footy. Kicks it around her body. It went higher than it did go further. And taking across the boundary line there was Casey. Boundary throw in half-back flank for the Devils. They trail by 15 points now. Time starting to get away from them. Ernst won the tap for the Creekers. Scott coming through, paddling the ball along the ground at the moment. Might have got a push in the back. Umpire said play on. Devils still with the footy. Kick it back towards this half-back flank. Bouncing ball. Able to collect it there was Brazali. Gave the handball off. Put a teammate under a bit of pressure. Kick comes in board. And a mark will be taken by Chiochi. On a 45-degree angle, will be about 35 metres out. And this could put the nail in the coffin. Diamond Creek before the kick, up by 15 points. We've got about five minutes left in the final term here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Most of the ground now bathed in the shadows of the trees surrounding the ground. Chochi comes in. She's pushed it wide. Might be a reprieve for Eastern Devils, but the time is getting away from them. They need three goals to win the match. It's 9-12-66. Eastern Devils, 6-14-50. A margin of 16 points. Clearing kick to halfback, Pete. And they've got to kick about three goals in three minutes. That's the equation as it comes off hands and goes over the boundary line and out of bounds. 55 metres out from the Diamond Creek goal. Right in front of the light tower. Thrown back into play. Carney versus Ernst. Ernst wants the contest. Down to the ground. Picked off there by McNamara. Gave it off to Robin Foster who put it on the right boot. And her kick up the line unfortunately is out of bounds on the full. And you'd suggest that could be the ball game. And a chance now for Diamond Creek to just to kill the clock with this uh, kick back into play. And uh, they'll look further afield with it. And they'll stick wide. Mark taken by Cross who outmarks Spindler. And Cross... Up against the boundary line, taking her time, having a shot on goal. Smart thing to do. Every second that you go back as a second less, the Devils have a chance to attack with. With a score currently 16 points the difference, 66 to 50. In comes Cross, looking for her first of the day. Puts it up, rides it high. Is it off hands? I think it is, and it just clips the post as well on the way through. Six th- uh, pardon me, 9-13-67, leading 6-14-50. It's a 17-point lead to the Creekers over the Devils, thanks to Jets, Greensboro and Lorimer. Here on girlsplayfooty.com, the Devils come to the broadcast flank. Trend just tunneled her player underneath it. Umpire set play on, kick to the wing. Nearly a mark taken to Corrigan, wasn't paid. 
because she dropped it. Hetherington comes out to meet the ball, couldn't take it. Running to collect it was Moorcroft, sends it towards the outer wing. It's a bouncing ball in front of Casey. She couldn't take it cleanly. Chiochi coming through for the Creekers. Ball on the deck. Big pack around the footy umpire was going to ball it up. Centre wing position on the outer side. Margin is 17 points. Late stages of this final term here at Plenty War Memorial Park. Good tap out from Ernst. Gets boot to ball from Paul. Paul sends a big leap. Unable to take the mark. No, it's been paid. And that looked like it was Lisa Williams. No, no. Gretch. Gretch. Brittany Gretch takes the mark. Half forward flank on the outer side. Think about your better player as well today who will win the $50 Rebel Sport voucher. Thanks for that, Pete. All the pressure on you, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Gretsch. He's outside 50. He's going to line up for goal. Kick on its way. Nice-looking drop punt. It's to the right, though. No mark taken. Hovering there's Bernardi. Kick on goal there. It's fallen short. Mark taken on the last line of defence by the Devils. And they'll go for the switch towards the opposite half-back flank position. Trend had it knocked out of her hands. Tackle being laid on there by Brazali to keep it alive. Hand pass into no man's land. The hurry kick by Hutchins now moving in the direction of... Oop, Ernst takes another strong mark. Tiana Ernst. Now swings around on the right, kicking it long towards the half foot flank position. Came off hands at the front of the pack. Is Gretchy goes to the snap, and it's around to the right. Minus score 9-14-68, letting 6-14-50, and even three goals the difference for Jets Greensboro and Lorimer. Nearing the full time siren here on GirlsBayFooty.com. Crick is leading. And we spoke about the 14 inaccurate shots <laughs> for the, the Devils. Well, now the Craigers have the same amount. As the siren sounds, final score here at Plenty War Memorial Park, 9-14-68 to the Eastern Devils, 6-14-50. A margin of 18 points in favour of the Creekers. And that win ensures that they do keep in touch with uh, the top four of the competition. And for the Devils, well... I've got some concerns heading into next week against Darabin. Well, here it is. Of course, I'll, I'll give you the microphone to get out there and see if you can get the theme song as well as the uh, player of the day, which I'll get you to just jump in whenever you've got them. But uh, for you, who did you see as your player of the day for the $50 Rebel Sport voucher? Purely on a full-quarter performance, I have to go with Ernst in the ruck. I, I think she was good around the ground, followed up her tap work, probably beat Carney in the ruck. Um, again, purely on full-quarter. I don't think anyone else can match her for consistency. And I'm glad that you said it as well, because if I did, knowing a few friends of mine, they would know my bias to redheads and say, this is all biased, this is all fixed. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, so you make sure you give that Rebel Sport voucher to her and uh, we'll point to you when you're out there on the ground, flick the mic up and we'll throw on down to you. So that is, and we'll hopefully grab the song as well, Matthew Cox heading down there to the... Uh, to the huddles as again the victory 9-14-68 Diamond Creek to the Eastern Devils 6-14-50 let's go through those goal kickers for you at full time it looks a little something like this for Diamond Creek three goal kickers three each Smith Sibonella Bernardi for the Eastern Devils only the one major goal kicker in uh, Sarah Darcy she kicked two Darcy kicking two singles to Lambert Perkins Casey 
and Scott. So that's how it wrapped up with a three-goal victory to Diamond Creek. And we should uh, mention as well, uh, for those listening to girlsplayfooty.com, we will be back on air next Sunday, 1.30pm at Mulgrave Reserve for the Catherine Watton Cup. And we, of course, are bringing you the game between the Eastern Devils and the Darabin Falcons. As it sits on the table, it's second versus first. And for the Devils, it's a big game to try and regain some winning form back as we head into round nine of our 15-round Premier Division competition. As we head down to the boundary line, I think we can see uh, Matthew Cox down there. So, uh, Coxie, when you're ready, you've got our player of the day, the $50 Rebel Sport voucher, of course, with Tiana Ernst. In fact, they're going in to sing the song, so we'll see if we can grab that now. The girl's right there in the middle, and... Uh, Let's see if we can uh, get that song, the uh, Creekers song, which is, of course, a grand old flag, as we uh, just wait for that, unless the girls are probably just having a little discussion first about how they played the game today. And then, of course, we'll grab our uh, player of the day. And don't forget, of course, our podcast available during the week. Go to facebook.com, search for Girls Play Footy, or you can keep an eye on our Twitter account, Girls Play Footy or GPF Radio, and uh, we'll have the podcast for you up there uh, during the week. Change to a range of uh, women's footballers, coaches, and officials from around the country. And of course, if you heard our recent edition from inter, uh, from overseas as well, should we say? And uh, looks like the girls are getting ready for the song. So uh, Manny Fox is going to get in there. Here we go. You can pick it up in there. That's the song. Let's head on down now to Maddie Cox. Our player of the day, the recipient of the $50 Rebel Sport gift card, Tiana Hurst. What a great match from uh, you this afternoon. Four quarters, I thought, uh, a cons- real consistent effort. Yeah, thanks. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm recovering from a cold, so I don't sound best, and I've been screaming all day at the girls. It was um, just a relief to get away with the win. Um, I think as a team, we just worked so well together, really got behind each other and encouraged each other, and I think that's what got us over the line in the end. A few words there from you, coach in the middle of the ground. What did he have to say? Um, he just asked us to go go hard and to play four quarters um, in previous matches in the, in the earlier um, part of the season. We we know we were good for one quarter, maybe two quarters, but to play consistently throughout the, the four quarters um, and to really um, utilise those things that we've been learning at training. So the forward entries, um, the, you know, the backline workout and particularly the midfield, I think today stood up and really showed us um, you know, that we can actually match the, the best in the comp. And how much confidence do you take heading into the back half of the season? Oh, massive confidence. After the um, loss last week, we, um, we were a bit sort of um, sore and sorry for ourselves. And so we sat down as a group and, and sort of um, revisited sort of, you know, the, the, our, our, team, our sort of teamwork and our, and our values of the club. And, and I think it's sort of come in, coming with the win today. This is a big, um, big step forward and hopefully we'll continue throughout the season. Well, congratulations. A great game from yourself. As I said, a consistent four-quarter effort. Well done, the reception of our $50 Rebel Sport gift card. Well done, Tiana Hurst. Thanks, mate. Um, thanks for coming and supporting the girls. Not a problem.
To you, Pete. Thanks very much, Tiana Ernst there, our player of the day. I think he said Ernst, but it's Ernst. Thank you very much, Matty Cox, out there on the boundary line. And Tiana's going to go in there and no doubt celebrate with her Creekers teammates in uh, what has been a true eight-point game. They needed to win today to make sure that they stay in touch with the sides that are currently in the top four. Because how it sits at the moment on the premiership table, sitting after eight rounds on seven and one are the Darabin Falcons, sitting second of the Eastern Devils and that loss at the moment after uh, eight rounds will probably have them sitting at five and three and then sitting at four and four a log jam of the St Kilda Sharks Melbourne Uni and the Eastern Devils with percentage separating those sides so as we said as you gave the $50 voucher to uh, of course Tiana Ernst our player of the day that log jam third fourth fifth all tied four wins four losses after the halfway mark of the year yeah that Uh, We've said it a number of times this afternoon, Pete. This, and in fact for the season as well, this is an incredibly tight competition and any advantage that you're going to get throughout the season you need to capitalise on. Mm. The Eastern Devils had that opportunity today um, to to create a bit of a break at the top of the ladder. Mm. They were unable to do that. Um, so that's an opportunity that slipped through their fingers uh, and an opportunity seized upon by um, the Eastern Devils. I think it's... Thing when you break it down today, if you looked at physicality, if you looked at possessions, it was even. It was dead even on physicality, possessions, skills, the whole lot between the two sides. But for the Devils, it was just a case of making the most of the opportunities. They had that window in that first term where they kicked, what was it, six behinds in a row. And you, and you wonder, if you look back at that, two or three, you draw level, you have a one or two goal advantage. That means sides go into the next quarter with a different mindset. And, uh, again, I think that's the one thing. They'll sit down, they'll have a look at it, and uh, Brendan Major will say, look, if you you went body on body, if you looked at it and broke it all down, it was an even game. We just didn't make it happen on the scoreboard, and we've got to turn that around. And if you look at the scoreboard at the end of the day, it was only three scoring shots. The The difference, difference, Three goals, though. And and, and those goals, to to be saying, a lot of those uh, shots on goal and one of the goals for Diamond Creek came in junk time, came near the end of the quarter where the game was petering out and everyone knew this was going to be the result. At that stage during the final quarter when when they were peppering, it was something like at that stage, when they did have the 6-14, it was at 20 scoring shots to, I think it was 15 or something like that. So for most of the games, clearly... Um, Eastern Devils had the majority of the scoring shots but again it's just that impact and they've had a few games this year where they've kicked some uh, big scores where they've kicked uh, you know 10 goals 15 or something like that they've kicked a lot of behind so it's something they've got to work on it's like they know they can win the contest they know they can go toe to toe now they've just got to figure it out to straighten it up and get maximum conversion from their attempts. And especially too when you consider they were the second side coming into today if they're going to live up to that expectation um, you, you need to kick a, a, a good decent score not not as inaccurate as what they did today that's yeah. it's it, yeah. like, like the endeavor was there yeah. the intensity yeah, was exactly. there um, the decision making too I think mm. they, they were under pressure today and you could tell it it was good pressure applied from um, Diamond Creek um, and, and that's something that they're going to have to deal with too, especially considering the Devils come up against the number one side in the competition. They've got and, a bad history against yeah, them. And the frightening thing is, Darabin, you know we're going to come out of the blocks fast next week, and mainly because of what St Kilda almost did to them yesterday. When, when a good side almost gets their pants pulled down, 
the next week they come out and they want to make a statement. And you know they're going to try and come out and make a statement. So this is the big challenge. It's not even the full match. It's literally the first 25 minutes of next week is the big challenge for the Devils. And the confidence that they can take out of today's game mm. was that Diamond Creek got a, a three-goal head start pretty much yeah. in the opening 10 minutes when it looked like the Devils were still in snooze mode. Um, yeah. they, they were able to rebound from that. They had mm. a plethora of scoring opportunities, but again, they just need to capitalise because then the momentum and the confidence builds. You look at Diamond Creek's win today. Now, for Diamond Creek, they ticked the box. They did what they needed to do, which was win the game, stay in touch with the four and make sure they don't drop off the pace. If anything, I looked at Diamond Creek's performance today, I'd say it was workmanlike. They got the job done but it wasn't impressive. Now, mind you, they've got, as we said, seven rounds to go before the finals, so there's a lot of time to get things squeaky clean and make sure things sharpen up before you get to the finals. But I think that's the thing that I'd look at, saying we've got the win today, we knocked off the second side, it wasn't overly impressive, but at least we ticked the box. And the coach said that out, out in the middle of the ground too. I probably yeah. overheard something I, I shouldn't have out, out there, but he, he was saying the same thing. We got the job done today. But we do have uh, areas that we can improve and will improve throughout the remainder of the season. So he picked up on that point too. Not the best performance that they put in, but they got the job done. They got the four points, which is what you need to do at this stage. It's the old saying, winning ugly. And sometimes you've got to do it. Sometimes you've got to win ugly. And just to get the four points in the bank to say, okay, we've got the job done. Now we need to focus on next week. And the problem is that form, in a way, kind of goes out the window. And they've got to be careful because they've got a game today where they got the job done. They come against St Albans, which they will beat. And the thing is with St Albans, they'll probably beat them heavily. So it won't give you a genuine form guide. And then when they come back, I think they might have their game against Melbourne Uni, I think, after that. So, and then if, if, if that's the game against Melbourne Uni, you've got then a desperate Melbourne Uni who know, right, you're the side that's trying to pinch our spot in the four. So that's going to be, boom, two, two sides that are going to be going at breakneck speed. A mouth-watering contest of football to come out over the coming weeks, as you say. Won't get a form guide from today's result with Diamond Creek. They'll probably realise the areas they need to work on. They'll tinker with a few things next week. And the funny thing is about the result, and of course Melbourne Uni's win, when you put it all in the context, as much as we talked up the Sharks pre-game, going, geez, they got one of the point of the Falcons, they're coming. But at the end of the round, the Sharks are exactly the same points as Melbourne Uni and the East, and the Pummy, Melbourne Uni and the Diamond Creek side. So that means really, as much as you look good, the Sharks, when it comes down to pen and paper, which matters the most, you're no further ahead. And that comes back just getting the four points. Yep. They, they just need to keep accumulating them, all three sides that are in that battle. And I, I think you can include the Eastern Devils in that as well. They, they can't get caught up in the fact that they're, oh, we're sitting number two on the ladder. They've just yep. got to keep doing the processes and, and, and pretty much ignore the ladder. That's going yeah. to be the biggest thing for a lot of sides mm. this season. They've just got to go out there and win. What's the old cliche? Take it one week at a time. That's what they all have to do. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, the only side they could probably not sweat is probably Darren. They, you know, not to be arrogant or cocky, they will know they will get there. They will be in finals. But for them, it's just a case of, okay, making sure the other sides aren't too confident. And for them, probably as the season closes out, they need to give one or two beltings to some potential final size to try and, you know, dent the other team's confidence because the least thing they can afford to do is have a few close ones to have sides going oh geez we're not far away you know confidence is up and then that creates the doubt too for for the falcons as well yeah, yeah. That if they don't that they do need a strong finish to the season um and considering their results so far in the first half that's not guaranteed
So a very interesting second half of 2015 to come in the Premier Division of the VWFL. Indeed, and of course, uh, as we said, next week we're out there for that uh, big match, which of course is happening at uh, Mulgrave Reserve, the Catherine Watton Cup, the big fundraiser out there, the big till day, the wear the till jumper for the occasion uh, when they host the uh, Darabin Falcons. So, you know, join us for the broadcast. You're either going to hear a one-sided game or you're going to hear the Devils pull one out of the fire. So, um, yeah, we'll be looking forward to it next yep. week and we start to really get an idea of where things sit. Your early thoughts ahead of that match, Pete. Do you think they can bounce back today, the Devils, after today? I think Darabin will win. Can the Devils pull back what was a 100-point margin, which was last time? I think they can, but they'll have a look at their goal-kicking, and that is an issue. Um, the, if they can, the thing is, the Devils are probably capable against Darwin of kicking six or seven goals, but you've got to kick more than that to win. And I, I think that they'll... I think the attitude is they've got to win the first quarter. Don't think about the whole match. Don't think about anything else. Don't think about the remaining three quarters. Think about 25... Minutes. If we can take it to them for 25 minutes, if we can win the quarter, then we'll start from there. Then we'll assess it at quarter time. They can't worry about the whole game because otherwise you're going to think about blowout margins or, oh, can we keep it with under seven goals? Then you get into a negative attitude. They've got to think 25 minutes. We must win those 25 minutes. If we can go nuts in the 25 minutes, if we can get a lead... If we can get the Falcons nervous, as the Sharks showed on Saturday, if you get the if you get the Falcons nervous, they make mistakes. Make them make mistakes, not you. That, yep, that's yeah. you summed it up perfectly there. And mm. the most important thing, of course, in their last match against Darabin, they didn't kick a goal, yep. and they didn't kick too many today either. So that's going to be something that I think they need to work mm. on throughout the week. Indeed. Time to wrap things up here on GirlsPlayFooty.com and uh, time for us to all head on home. Matthew Cox, thank you very much for joining us again. Of course, people can hear you throughout the week on Mondays and Saturdays. They can. Uh, 9 o'clock on Monday nights on 99.3 FM Summary Radio or 3NRG, whichever one you want to call it, taking a look at local sport from around that side of town. And then on Saturday afternoons from 1 o'clock on 979 FM covering the Ballarat Football League. And, of course, you can listen to 979 FM online. So just look for that website. So Therefore, you can listen to the call of the Ballarat Footy League. And, of course, I will be back, uh, God forbid why, I don't know why, 6 o'clock tomorrow morning on 88.3 Southern FM, bringing you three hours of Aussie music, filling in on the Monday breakfast show. Join me then and, uh, yeah, hear me grumble and groan when I haven't had my coffee in the morning. That'll be a whole heap of fun. So, Matty Cox, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back again Sunday, 1.30pm, Mulgrave Reserve for the Eastern Devils and the Darabin Falcons. But for here to end round eight, it was Diamond Creek, 9.14.68, defeating the Eastern Devils. 61450. It's bye for now.